When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. people happy friday it is friday the 10th of march welcome to tda the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the by the culture sorry kind of glitched no, that's what i was gonna say but i'm um, gonna go ahead and introduce ourselves i am your favorite shade queen my own royalty big man use why does Brent always do that when he when Marx is in here? Oh, he always shows his um <laughs> his empty seat. The empty seat, sorry. It always throws me off. Oh, hello, hi, sorry. It's hello, I'm here. That's so silly. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Tired, but other than that, I'm good. Yeah, man. Yeah, that is really the vibe today. It's I'm been just, a long, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life is a scam. Um, should we just get on with the show? Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, all right. Let's get into headlines. <clears throat> Kemi Badenoch dismisses call for left-handed and ugly people to claim discrimination. Kemi Badenoch has dismissed calls to widen discrimination legislation to cover left-handed people and those with tattoos. The business secretary, who is also equalities minister, said she had been deluged with demands from campaign groups to extend the list of groups which can claim they are victims of hate crimes. Among the groups which have petitioned the government to demand they be included are single people, asexuals, fat people, ugly people and poor people. In all, the Telegraph can reveal that 19 groups have asked to be included as a protected characteristic as part of the Equality Act. It comes just days after Ms. Badenoch rejected MPs' calls for the menopause to be added to the list as a protected characteristic. Speaking last week, she said it was not a good idea and was based on a misunderstanding of the act. Creating a new special characteristic for the menopause is a complete misunderstanding of what protected characteristics are. There are immutable characteristics, which we have nine of them that cover everyone. The menopause can be dealt with alongside three existing ones, age, sex and disability because it is a health condition and many disabilities are health conditions. Labour's 2010 Equality Act legally protects people from discrimination in the workplace and in wider society. The Act provides a legal framework to protect the rights of individuals and advance equality of opportunity for all. It sets out nine protected characteristics covered by the Act, which are age, disability, gender reassignment, marriage and civil partnership, pregnancy and maternity, race, religion or belief, Sex and sexual orientation. Our next headline is about Brexit. Rishi Sunak, 
Rishi Sunak's government is understood to be planning to welcome in more foreign builders to tackle a chronic post-Brexit labour shortage in Britain's construction industry. Despite the crackdown on illegal immigration routes, the government is said to be ready to add construction workers to a shortage occupation list in a bid to boost sluggish house building. The building sector has suffered from an acute lack of workers since Brexit caused many European labourers to return to the EU. The government's Migration Ad Advisory Committee, MA MAC, has recommended that bricklayers, plasterers, roofers and other construction workers should be added to the shortage list, according to the Financial Times. Citing government insiders, the report said Home Secretary Suella Braverman is expected to accept the idea of allowing building firms to bring in more overseas workers. The Independent understands the government is planning to reveal the results of a review on the shortage occupation list within weeks, and changes could be announced around the time of Chancellor Jeremy Hunt's budget next week. The shortage occupation, occupation list allows companies to get visas for staff being paid the lower threshold of £20,480 a year. The salary needed to obtain a skilled worker visa is £25,600. The construction industry has been pushing hard for industry workers to be added to the shortage list shortage list. The Federation of Masters Builders, FMB, has previously said it was a mistake to cut off labour from the EU after Brexit without addressing the UK's skills shortage. And our last headline is about WhatsApp and this is what our topic of the day is going to be about. So WhatsApp said says it would rather be blocked in the UK than undermine its encrypted messaging system if required to do so under the online safety bill. Its head, Will, Will Cuthcart, said it would refuse to comply if asked to weaken the privacy of encrypted messages. The app signal previously said it could stop providing services in the UK if the bill required it to scan messages. The government said it is possible to have both privacy and child safety. WhatsApp is the most popular messaging platform in the UK, used by more than 7 in 10 adults who are online, according to communication regulator Ofcom. End-to-end encryption scrambles messages so even the company running the service cannot view the contents but the critics of the online safety bill says say it grants ofcom the power to require private encrypted messaging apps and other services to adopt accredited technology to identify and remove child abuse material undermining the privacy of whatsapp messages in the uk would do so for all users mr carthcart said our users are all around the world our users all around the world want security. 98% of our users are outside the UK. They do not want us to lower the security of the product, he said. And the app would rather accept being blocked in the UK. We we've recently been blocked in Iran, for example. We've never seen a liberal dem democracy do that, he's added. The government and pro prominent child protection charities have long argued encryption hinders efforts to combat the growing problem of online child abuse. It is important that technology companies make every effort to to ensure that their platforms do not become a breeding ground for paedophiles, the Home Office said. The National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children, NSPCC, says research shows grooming and child abuse images, image crimes recorded in the UK have increased dramatically. The charities Richard Collard said the online safety bill will rightly make it a legal requirement for platforms to identify and disrupt child sexual abuse taking place on, on their sites and services and companies could be preparing by developing technolo technological solutions that protect the safety and privacy of all users, not least that of child abuse victims. And Mr. Cuthcart 
asked if companies installed software on people onto people's phones and computers to scan the content of the communications against a list of illegal content, what happens when other countries show up and give a different list of illegal content? Dr. Monica Horton of Digital Rights Campaigners, the Open Rights Group, said with over 40 million users of encrypted chat services in the UK, this turns it into a mass surveillance tool with potentially damaging consequences for privacy and free expression rights. The Information Commissioner's Office, which says it is working closely with Ofcom, told BBC News any interventions that could weaken encryption must be necessary and proportionate. That being said, let's get into what you're saying. So today's topic, the question is, is based on the last headline we just did, and the question is, should private businesses always need to comply with government requests? So should companies always be made to comply with the rules of the government in the country they operate? Um, I think so. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. So if that's a company that you operate in, then why wouldn't you abide by the rules of that? You know what I mean? Mm. Otherwise, I feel like it opens like the floodgates. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it. Not like they they won't be ordered, but it just I feel like it just allows too much room for things to go left. Yeah, and for people to get away with certain things. I think I think the opposite. I feel like it opens the floodgates if the government is allowed to um, like interfere in private businesses. Mm. Do you know what I mean so? Like like the WhatsApp guy was saying, mm. if the government say this is our list of things, so give us access to it to view these things, people's private messages and stuff. Mm. Someone else can come in and be like, well, this is our list. Do you know I mean? like it opened yeah, like it never you. stops? Do you get know I mean? Because mm. we will have our list. Nigeria, for example, remember when Nigeria tried to ban um social media? Yeah. If WhatsApp was doing that, yeah. all of that stuff, they would have they would have succeeded with that. But the reason why they were doing it was because of um like to to um ban people from free speech. Yeah. So yeah. Um okay, so what if not what in what circumstances should they? So I guess for me, I would say, because I'm on the opposite side, mm. I would say maybe like on criminal, for criminal things. But I swear police do that anyway. No, but I, I feel Snapchat like... they do. I feel like, no, with Snapchat they can't. That's why, yeah, because I think Snapchat is where they can't. That's why I've seen, I've sort of read like headlines where they found from Snapchat the conversations and stuff. Really? Yeah. Because do you know why I say that? Only because I know someone who's being stalked mm. on Snapchat. Yeah. And the police couldn't do anything about it. Really? Yeah, and they said because it was on Snapchat and because, is it because Snapchat's not encrypted? Or I don't know if it's because it's not encrypted or it is encrypted. One of the, basically, whatever yeah. it was, they couldn't really do much because it was on Snapchat. Okay. Hold on, but don't Snapchat have um, like a help help desk center where you can report accounts or report? Yeah, but mm. I, do you know what it was? The person kept making loads of different, like it, you okay. could tell it was the same person. That's scary, Because you know? you're on Insta, you can block someone and block any... Yeah, other yeah, accounts yeah. that this person yeah. may, may create. Isn't that on, um, that's on Instagram, Instagram. isn't it? Sorry. That's, that's Instagram, that's yeah. Sna- yeah. Snapchat. Snapchat. Instagram, sorry, Instagram, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know about Snapchat. I, I think don't more, know. more companies should do that, you know? Because that's yeah. so smart. Yeah, when, it, it when I saw that, I said, stop it. Yeah. But then it is smart, definitely. But nine times out of ten, like, you can just use a different email address. That's what I was thinking. No, what? Is it email address or is it device? I, I, I thought it was device. Is it? I thought it was device. Because I would, yeah, I would think it's like your IP. Yeah, I'm sure Instagram know that people are going to make different... Yeah. you need to create different email addresses, right? To, That's you know, true, actually, pages, yeah. So. yeah. I'm sure it's definitely IP address. Okay, fair enough. Um, um, 
Okay, so WhatsApp is known for their security. Um, I didn't know that for them. Well, WhatsApp is known for their security and promise customers end-to-end encryption. Yeah. Should they bend their security for the government? Would you actually? Yeah. Would you, in your personal use, would you be comfortable using WhatsApp, knowing that they've given into the government? Like the, whatever you message the government. Yeah, me, it. me. Go on. No, because I'm. Okay, somebody no. go. How can no? How can you say go on and then continue no, talking? That's what made no, me laugh. Then you stop no, and then you, kept, you keep yeah. pausing. So I'm like, okay, should I? You sir. Now I was gonna okay. say I'm under the impression that I'm being watched anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, like, I feel you. Especially with the way um, the um, marketing algorithm, the cookies, all that stuff. Mm. I mean, so that's a word. Yeah, anything you say, type, think, dream. Me. It's going to pop up. <laughs> it's going to pop up. Me and my friend were talking about this yesterday and he was just like how a lot of people think, oh, like, people think they can kind of get work around the government, yeah, but it's just like, we, they're too advanced. Like, we actually, actually don't know, like, mm. the extent yeah. of technology that they have. Yeah. So, you just have to, like, just know that they're 10 steps ahead of you. Do you, do you get what yeah. I mean? Do you know so, the only people I think that can work around the government? The people that actually work in the government. Who know like, and understand. Yeah, like as in like they work with these things, so mm. they will know how to bypass it. Yeah. And I also think like PIs, like private investigators. Yeah. Of they course. know. Cause one of my friends, she's a PI. And when it comes to like sh- social media and stuff like that, she's very like, she just knows, isn't it? Do you get I me? Mean? Like she's very, very attentive to things, certain things she wouldn't have, yeah. certain things that like, she's very yeah. aware. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I know, right? Such a cool job. Imagine being a PI. Ah, I would love it. You know, I wanted to work for, um, <laughs> no, when I graduated, I wanted to work for MI5. Is it MI5? Yeah, I you. said this. Yeah, I yeah, applied. I applied. I applied. This is my friend, <laughs> the baitest girl on road. You think they're going to give you a job? No, but I, do you know what? I, I, I get, think though, I didn't that's get a cool good. Back, though. Because everyone, no one would ever think you're MI5. It's, yeah, it's true. But she was, the whole time you are. But the thing is, I know that like, you can't. You have to be very discreet, though. Like with those jobs, I think they do like so much, like social social backgrounds and checks and stuff. Mm. I was like, yeah, you go ain't getting that job. Do you really think so? No, but I really wanted. I I was obsessed with freaking scandal. Twenty four. Oh, okay. The show Twenty Four took yeah. over my life. I thought, nah, but I, I, need, I want to be on that Jack Bauer vibe. Like, what? No. My thing was always like, I don't mind doing. That. I just don't want to be one like out on the field. No, mm. literally, I want <laughs> to be. Trying to yeah. Get no, all of Sorry, all the jobs I applied for were like. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's oh, Same. you want me to be a field agent? No, 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 please. Yeah, but then what's the what's the appeal in being nah, a secretary for the MI5? Nah, do you know there's so, you know too much tea. I know all the tea. You know you all the tea. No, you'll get the the drop on everything when it's just every, that, yeah. When things are about to happen before everybody, do you know what I mean? Like you I'll know, be the one to get the agents to go on the on the mission. Mm. Yeah, and it's like you don't have the risk of being out in the field. Do you think I've got time <sighs> to be kidnapped? And you know, I always hostage. wanted, yeah. Mm. I always wanted that setup where in the office, right, and there's like a whiteboard, <laughs> and I've got everyone's oh. faces on there. Oh, and I'm like, and yeah, the, this the, is our target. Oh yeah, and the, and so the top oh! <laughs> with the arrows. Yeah, but that's 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 not, that's not a secretary. Or that's like a that's a head that's lead a, detective. No, that's, 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 yeah, but yeah. I'm not on the field, so there's no there's no chance of me getting shot. Mm. I'm no. not chasing ghosts in them. I'm the one back in the office telling you, yeah. Ghost and them just went into meet Lombos. You might want to go, you know, yeah. check him right now. But obviously, you got to work your way up to them places, though. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you definitely. start as a field agent. Then the when you become the boss, you have an office. Oh, then people come and look at your door. what I to do as well. It's like, if someone walks into my office, yeah, mm. but my back is turned and I spin my chair around. You're annoying. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my so, life is one big so, movie. So dramatic. <laughs> I can just imagine her turning and it'd be like, My life. Come in. 
It's one big Netflix show. Living a movie. Oh, it's like, well, 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 look who we've got here. Like, it's an up of mine. Do you know what I mean? Someone who didn't want to make a deal with me before. Yeah, you didn't want to cut it. a deal. And I now you want to cut, cut a deal. I and I turn it. around and I'm like, oh, well, 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 look who we've got here. I'm done. <laughs> that is, I really want to do that. I really want to do it. But uh, what are we talking about, even? What's okay, yeah. So, yeah, would you be comfortable with them bending their security? Me, yes, because I don't talk crud on my phone anyway. To be honest with you, There's, I don't have any conversations that are whatever. The only thing is though, because you know what, you can get caught in the crossfire of somebody else's situation, yes. and that's the thing. Like, do you know what I mean? When a police officer, where someone is a police officer, um, and someone sent sent a picture of some kid or something like that to her. Oh yeah, and then now she's like she's gone for like trials and whatever. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's because it was that like child porn. Yeah, but you know, what I think as well though. Wait. I think so. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the theme of today's episode? Though? Do you know? I think yeah. I also think that say something like um like the Black Lives Matter protest, any mm. protest, right? Especially for Black people. Mm. If we're talking on WhatsApp, like oh, I'm gonna meet you here, whatever, they'll mm. be like, that's terrorism. That's yeah, like conspiracy it. to to go and do something and do this and that. Mm. But in that woman's case, if something was sent to her, yeah, then how is she being? Um, I think because her setting was one of those like automatically download and she actually never opened the message. They actually found evidence that she never opened the message. Oh, they found the pictures in her... Um... Probably archive or like her media. Yeah, her you media. know, like download. Yeah, that's how you, people need to change your settings on WhatsApp. Oh, mine has been changed. I changed mine years ago. Years ago. Yeah, years ago. Do you remember when like... I don't, okay, so for me now, I'm not really in that many groups that pop. Like, yeah. WhatsApp yeah. groups are no longer a thing for me. But I remember yeah. a period in my life here where yeah. they were... Do you remember when we, we, we had like... One with Marvel, we had like yeah, 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 that yeah. groups were like a thing, mm-hmm. and there'll be so much media being chucked into that group. I remember my, my story, I just think, you know, one day you were randomly scrolling, you're like, why is there a picture of someone's so toes yeah, yeah, like yeah. in here in my media? Yeah. Yeah. And it's because obviously my thing used to download and save everything from the chat. I got rid of that a very long time ago. I got rid of it because of the aunties doing the Happy New Month. Oh, the pictures, yeah, them little broadcast aunties love to do. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah you got to stop this, but um. Yeah, okay. And then in the previous headline, we heard how UK government have said paedophiles are sharing pictures, etc. Mm-hmm. on services like WhatsApp. In such circumstances, should they be made to weaken their privacy to enable the government to weed out such activity? I think, uh, yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. For the better good and to catch criminals and to catch paedophiles, I reckon this is... I mean, if you're, if you're a regular citizen and you're like, I don't have nothing to, sh- to hide. I don't feel like I'm, sh- I'm not sharing anything I shouldn't share. I'm not... Mm saying anything, I'm not plotting, I'm not... So I don't have any issue with, I guess, my messages being, you know, observed because yeah, I've, yeah, I've got nothing so to hide. For the greater good. Yeah, so for the greater good to catch, you know, people like, you know, those people you just described, I reckon it's a... It's a good idea. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I, I think, I'll be honest, I'm even surprised they don't do that already. I think they should implement that. I think... I think for that, they should implement it, but for, like, child sexual abuse. Yeah. Because also you can catch those um, the pedophiles that want to like go and link like thirteen year olds and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. I think yeah, I think they should definitely implement that, based off that. But and the question, another question is where does it stop? So if we allow that for that, mm. where will it stop? That's the thing though. I feel like it's something you can't control. I think it just has to be on a case by case basis. To be honest with yeah. you, like it's not every situation that is going to make sense. Do you get what I mean? So obviously mm. we're talking about child. Um, Pornography and pedophilia yeah. and stuff. I yeah. think that's a, that's a no-brainer. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But anything else, I do understand the whole invasion of privacy stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but do you think? I don't know how further it can go though, because we're already being surveyed heavily with to be fair cameras mm. um, on our phones and our computers and stuff. I don't know how 
what more is there to do? Put cameras yeah. in our homes? That's not going to happen because that's an extreme invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where does the box stop? But that's the thing. That's why I think it's going to be tricky to know where it stops because I really feel like they're going to start using it for their own um, personal, thing. personal agenda. Yeah. Like when it comes to protests, people wanting to do marches or whatever, yeah. they're going to use it for that and then say, you know, this this could be terrorism. And we thought, oh, we all they have to do is arrest people and be like, oh, you know, we, we saw it wrong or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But then all that would do, what that would do is prevent the marches from going on. And then after the fact, they just apologise. Are, t- are you talking more to WhatsApp stuff? Or are you talking to like surveillance cameras and whatnot? Oh no, WhatsApp. WhatsApp. The surveillance, that's already happening. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, that is... That I, swear, is I swear even on the laptop, if you type in, if you go to Google and type in keywords like terrorism and bomb and threats, yeah. I swear that, that gets flagged. Probably. Yeah. No? I'm sure it does. I think it does. But I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's a myth because sometimes when they catch terrorists, yeah, They'll be like, oh, we found that he was searching this. I'm like, if he was already on your radar. Yeah, because I, f- I think certain keywords get flagged up on um, mm. search uh, websites. Mm. Have you ever tried to type in like, like, oh, that picture is so bomb or something like that on Instagram and your comments deleted? No. no. I've had that before. That picture is so bomb. Yeah, but like, let me yeah. try it. No, I heard that if you, if you type They in, for example, you if you type in <laughs> for example, how to make a bomb yeah. into Google, that gets flagged up automatically. That makes sense though. Like I get why that. Thank would, God. Yeah. I, I get why that would flag up. Yeah. It needs to. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, if Instagram can flag up any, because remember during during COVID. Yeah. Whenever you put a post up. Oh, about COVID nineteen. Yeah. Boom! You get an alert. It's flagged yeah. up straight away. Mm. So they can do it. You know. But that, that's you know what annoys me about yeah. social media, though. Yeah, because I feel like they pick and choose when they like. Yeah. That's what annoys me because they have the ability to flag up stuff. So when yeah. it's like hate, you know, like hate posts and yeah. hate crimes and yeah. racism, I don't understand how they seem to like. Because I'm sorry, but that's probably more, um, not even probably, that's more um, popular than COVID 19. COVID 19 was a blip, right? Yeah. yeah. A long blip, but a blip. Yeah. Racism has been on socials for, yeah. for years. You know what racist words are. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I always feel like, how do those things fly? Do you know what I mean? And then, like, things that I believe are, like, less serious. Because well, yeah. I don't think I like, the government doesn't care to regulate yeah. racism. That's it. In the slightest. That's what's so... Dry. It's, it's they so, really don't care. It's so offensive. It, yeah. Sorry, because, you know, the COVID thing you said is perfect. Because yeah. even if on your story you, like, have a letter, you you take a picture of something and it has the word COVID in it, yeah. it will have that banner yeah, the, the, at the bottom. The banner. Yeah. yeah. But when Saka Rashford... Who was the third one? Uh, uh, Sancho Sancho were being like abused and people were saying like f- proper racist stuff none, mm. of the, none of that got flagged mm. but that's my point but again because it's, it doesn't fit the agenda for them COVID is an agenda yeah. racism y'all just have to live with it yeah, it's, it's they know already they, they, don't, they can't get to have you know still own slaves in this day and age so because the same way they programmed um, the algorithm or whatever the, the technical term is to flag up any word to do with COVID they could do the same thing with that's racism. what I'm saying literally yeah. exactly the same thing no one cares. they could do the same thing no with paedophilia yeah, yeah, yeah. they could do the same thing with sexual abuse they could mm. do the same thing with all these things because yeah. even how many celebrities talk about like how much hate and stuff they, they get online or whatever and nothing happens mm. but for something less freedom of speech isn't it? freedom of speech exactly so what if in another country they have other demands that are unique to them so perhaps murder-related, drugs, terrorism, should they be made to comply in those things too? And that's the floodgates, isn't it? Because every country will have what it is that's most important to them. Yeah. Do, do you like know Australia what? I feel, like, I feel like drugs, yeah. I feel like drugs is probably the most prominent one that like 
I guess not well, not most countries, but like, do you know yeah. what I mean? That most yeah, that they'd wanna kinda like tackle down on and like to get people. Yeah. Does that make sense? But you know it's funny, I don't I personally think that drugs in the black community anyway, I think black women set up with the whole drugs thing. Mm. In terms of like selling it, and taking it, all that kind of stuff. You've you, you watched the snowfall, huh? Mm. You know what? I- <laughs> <laughs> it was I'm like, I'm like, it was she in. she definitely got this from snowfall. It was part of it. Yeah, it's still it on my list. Okay, in the community, okay, okay. but I, but you know, because I basically is I it out yet? Yeah. Can I be honest? I didn't last. Mm. I didn't last season, I the last season. No, this is no, this is the season five or six. Yeah, the last last one. Yeah, they were in episode three. I didn't oh, like oh. the season before. Okay. I didn't finish it. Yeah. And that was annoying because yeah. I loved Snowfall. Yeah. I, do you know what I think it is? I started to really dislike Damson's character. Okay. Mm. So it put me off. Yeah. But I need to see it through. So I'm going to jump back on it. Oh, it's, it's good. It's looking good this season. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, is Mad Dog still there? Who? <laughs> Mad Dog. The guy from the woods, man. Oh, Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, he's there still. Stacy. Oh, Stacy, sorry. Stacy. I'm actually so dumb. Um, but, um, yeah, so. Studying so I studied sociology in uni, and I learned a lot about like one of my modules about drugs and stuff. Yeah. And I really believe that it's it's a setup. It's a it's a cycle. It's a setup. It's all of that stuff. Yeah. So I don't even think that drugs would be something that they would take seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the yeah, higher no. ups they get because money from the, the drugs being not, sold. I don't know. I'm not gonna obviously just like you, but what's the snowfall, right? <laughs> so I'm not gonna. I don't know how it is now, mm. but definitely you know I think the plot of Snowfall is based on. You know, no, of course, like how um, John Reed is his name. Was it John Reed? Was it Reed? Not John Reed. Reed. Oh, Reed Reed was. He works for the freaking FBI, but these times he's yeah, whatever. But these times, yeah, he's fully involved in making money and whatnot. Do you know what I mean? So I think yeah, I don't know. That's a John Reed, you know. So I just had a thought. Yeah, you know, like when you um sign up for something and that you can limit how much information they get from you. Imagine the people that limit, that try to do like the least amount, that try to share the least amount with whatever platform you're signing up yeah. with. The most of your stuff gets shared. They're thinking, why, do you, why are you trying to share so much? Why, are you, why aren't you trying to share so much? Do you get I, me? Because I don't want you in my business. I just don't think any of that is real. I feel like they just ask us to make us feel like we have a say in something and we don't have a say anyway. So whether you click yes or no, yeah. it's what, the same thing. Took, yeah, yeah, but remember, our, our information gets, gets sold, isn't it? Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. That's what the whole um, cookies thing's about, no? Mm. Yeah. I'm tired of these cookies, bruv. Every time every I go to every single, single time. And I hate when you got... Accept. No, no, some websites you got reject and you got accept. Some yeah. you've got reject or manage. Yeah. <laughs> if you go manage, then you have to go to the settings and do this on the first. I'm like, I don't want to have to go and do any settings. Just yeah. give me yes or no. Yes or no. Yeah, don't have man- you seen? Manage, manage cookies. Have you been on websites where when you reject all, they're yeah. like, you can't come in then? Yeah. <laughs> I've had yeah. that. And it's, I, I say reject all and, it's, and nothing loads up. It's like, okay, well, you have to accept it, sis. Yeah. At one point, I was on autopilot, just accepting because I couldn't Yeah, because I couldn't be bothered. And that's accept, what they accept, want. Accept, can accept, I ask you a question? That's what the what man is, wants. What does it mean? Because that's true. I just always press accept so I can just go about I'm my business. I'm not sure exactly, but I believe it's, you know, um, gaining access to your information. Mm-hmm. So um, the information you've inputted or saved on this website or particular websites and they share it, they sell it. On, oh, is uh, it? Yeah. This whole time I've just been pressing accept because I just there wanna... was even a time where even phone company, mobile phone companies would sell your um like information. Email, your, phone your number. number. Yeah. Then you get a random drop yeah. talking about uh, were you in an accident recently? Yeah, yeah. I ain't had one of those in a minute though. And EE and them sold it. Marketing request, isn't it? Yeah. 
it's mad. Um, what was the question? Hold on, hold on, one, hold on. Yeah, so if you had to choose across the board, would you comply or not? It depends, you know, because the whole cookie stuff annoys me, and me off. even even though sometimes I appreciate the the push marketing because things pop up that I might be interested in, mm. but I do feel like it's a. I get annoyed when I when I know I haven't typed anything in. I know I've said something. Yeah. But rather they're listening to me as well as reading my my messages. So that mm. that makes me a bit uneasy. I feel like I can't even speak around my phone without the things I'm saying being converted yeah. being converted into ads. Yeah. Which makes me feel like you know we are being heavily surveyed, yeah. which is a bit annoying. But with the whole WhatsApp thing, because I know I'm not sharing or having any untoward um, conversations that are mm. you know highly explicit or whatever. I don't mind that, but as a whole, I would say, as a whole, I'll probably say not mm. as a whole. Yeah. yeah. My fear with these things is that it's just thing like a glitch in the system one day. Yeah. Now everyone's business is out there. Yeah. Do you remember when iCloud got hacked? Everyone's nudes and everything was all out out on Twitter. It was a whole mess. Do you remember? No. It was like years yeah, ago I and then like yeah. Megan Good. Like every, yeah. Oh, because in my head, yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Kim oh, Kardashian, yeah, yeah. Megan no, Good. Do you know what it is? When it you said that, everybody. the first thing I thought of was Megan Good and Kim Kardashian. But I don't yeah. know if it was because I I thought it was just like Miley Cyrus. It was a whole mess. I thought it was like individual cases. Do you get what I mean? Like I no, didn't, I think I didn't the think cloud got like hacked because it was it was all of them. It was just a whole mess. But yeah, do you know what I mean? That's my that's my issue with the whole encryption thing being taken away or whatever, however encryption works. Is that one day there could be a glitch in the system, and then now all our businesses out there. Things that you, you even forgot you sent the long, long time ago days. It's just out there. So what would you um what would you want, Gina? Um I don't think it's necessary. not like I don't think it's necessary. I'm not I'm indifferent in it, do you know what I mean? Like like I said, there's nothing I've got to hide. Yeah. But I say that now, innit? Things could change and one day it might be like change. <laughs> Shit. Even she the whole no. even the whole notion that your um webcam on your laptop. Oh, your laptop. Yeah. I have people that like have put stickers you know, those, those, those there. Those, I, I'm, I'm like, those, those little I'm a yeah. sticker girl. Yeah. And then sometimes if I'm going to change it, I, I turn, my, <laughs> turn it around. I'm not giving him a show oh, really? for real. For, but for but the thing is, there isn't someone on the end. I really believe there is. With a, with, there's with cameras massive, in, with a massive... There's cameras in my house, man. Just clicking really, through everybody's cameras. I Do you really know believe there is, you know. Is it? Sometimes I wave to the guy. Do you know what it is? I don't really care. Like, I walk around my house naked sometimes. I go in my kitchen. And my mum, my sister's always like, why do you do this? Because yeah. there's there's windows in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> you can't... Like, my neighbours who live behind me, yeah. who, like, live up, will definitely be able to see me. Oh I don't care, though. Like, I, I, literally every my, morning. I literally walk <laughs> in my kitchen. I don't give a heck. It's my you house. Know when you, you, got, like, you know the glass, the windows are, like, kind of glazed and it's yeah. very blurry? Yeah. 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 So where my house is, yeah, the other house next to me, I could, like, we have a window that's, it mirrors each other. Yeah. And every time I walk, I, they can't see me like in 3D, in 4K, but maybe like an outline or something. And I always think, yeah. I wonder if every morning they know what time I wake up and they're just like, oh, here she goes again. Literally, I but, don't give a yeah. heck. I'm like, oh well, it's yeah. going to beat me. No, literally, because so I'm like, about. I'm literally in my house. So are you going to, are you going to like check me for being naked L- in my in house? In my house. Yeah. Close your eyes then. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But no, I really believe that the, those webcams and stuff, there's somebody that's got like a massive board and they just do. I also believe the same with phone calls. Like they're just, all our phone calls are being listened to and then something gets flagged and it's like, oh. But you know, that's that that's, that's a lot of work. 
So how many people are being employed for these roles? Because that's a lot of work to listen to it is everybody's a lot, phone calls. It's possible. I mean? It's mm. probably AI because the, the flags up, yeah. the words flag up. Mm. Yeah, yeah so if I say bomb on, on one of my phone calls, they're like, oh, that girl. And then they listen more and say, oh, no, nothing important. She's just talking about, you know, a lip gloss. Mm. <laughs> gloss bomb. Do you get me? Exactly. Lip gloss was the bomb. Exactly. And then we Full slow, full slow. So go, chief, I think we got something. And it's like, nope, nope, never mind. I really, really believe that. I just don't believe this world is as as we think it is. I, no, I don't think it is. I feel at like all. there's so much like conspiracies and there's so much yeah. deep stuff going on that we would never have the slightest clue about mm-hmm. until you no, meet no. someone who tells you. Like, oh yeah, I was one of the ones who listened to your phone call. But think about it, yeah. Why wouldn't you record the phone calls? That whatever database that runs through and stuff like that, like obviously they can't just use the information. Yeah. yeah. And actual people that have it and all that, yeah. Yeah. It's just like uh it would just go hand in hand. All that information is running through, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I think like they just take it and obviously they just can't do nothing with it, innit? And they probably just discard it. Or... Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're not recorded, but I don't think people are listening in real time. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can just, you, you get me? Yeah. 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 But it's like, they can, I think it's weird, like in England, they can't use um, phone call stuff for it okay. as like evidence, mm. but they use it for like information, innit? Do you know what I mean? So like they will listen to your stuff to yeah. catch you going places and boom, boom, yeah. boom. But they can't bring the phone calls. Yeah. Oh, to court and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. it was illegally obtained, right? No, no, not even that it was illegally obtained. They just can't. I don't know. In America, I'm sure they can, but in in um, yeah. England, they don't. But what's the actual the... Because it, for example, if I call, I don't know, O2, you got that message saying, "Ah, oh, this call will be recorded for mm. telephone." You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. training and thingy purposes. Training and circumstances. But if I was being accused of something and I had proof that, oh, it's a lie and I've got a phone call to prove it. Could I call to say, oh, I need to get that phone call? No, the police would have between... to. I don't think you would have no, to. I can't no, do that, even can I? then, it doesn't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know why, I don't quote me if I'm wrong, but mm. I don't think you can use the um, phone evidence in, in court. Okay. No, I think you can. I'm sure you can. If you no. if it's, if it's obtained a, a, a legal, legal way, way. Yeah. Yeah. No, if le- it's not, even, then you have to do one of those things where you leak it in the bathroom yeah. or something. Even legally, I think the police can do it and use it as information so they can listen to your calls and have all the information that they want. I don't think they, like in America, yeah. like when they got in or that and they was recorded, they was playing and playing the phone conversations yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't think they do that in England. Okay. I think that the police just have the ability to to obtain it and yeah. listen to it and yeah. use it as as um as information, not as evidence, though. Okay. No, no you maybe, can, look. Not. It says it's only the admissibility of a recording in criminal proceedings will depend on whether the recording has been obtained. And they don't play. Yeah, they, they can read. They can read the transcript. They can read. A, they can read a transcript from it and all that. But I don't think they play your voice in court and stuff like that. That's like what they do in America. Um, or what they done to Gotti and all them, and they was playing the whole phone conversations. Okay. And actually, I'm nearly, worst, sh- you know? I'm nearly sure they don't because they had my brother's phone to tap to whatever, and they had to read the transcript. Out. They weren't playing the. the weren't, phone. Yeah, they weren't mm. playing the thing. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what, I don't no, know what the on. difference is. If they got the information, they got it anyway. So. But doesn't know. a phone being tapped then negate the negate the point that phones are just being recorded anyway? Because remember, you have to in a criminal. If I'm a, an investigator or a police officer and I have suspicion of a p- certain criminal, I need to get their phone tapped in order to listen to the conversations. I can't just. Yeah, but to get it tapped is just phoning the this the um the the, the, the phone the company yeah. in it and saying this number, just press record on that one. No, but that's what I mean, isn't it? So if if everyone's phone calls are being recorded anyway, why would the police officer need to get a phone tapped then? That means you know I mean, oh, you're saying they should just. I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, you you don't need to you wouldn't need to tap phones if all our combos were being stored and recorded. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I was saying that, not even like being attacked by like the police, but I'm saying I feel like all of that like, T-Mobile, Vodafone, or whatever, just yeah. as like a byproduct of the company, I'll just assume that there were conversations I just stored. And that's that's a lot of that's a lot of data. That's, that's thinking where that, the hell where the hell are they yeah, storing yeah, yeah. all that data? That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot of data, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they are. Yeah, no, they can't be. Mm-mm. They can't be. I don't trust them. I think they listen to everything. I really do. I believe they listen to everything. Um, all right. Well, that's that on that. Um, let's get into our next headlines. Other people. No, they couldn't hear that. That's what I was gonna say. Was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so officers, chiefs, warning over explicit sex education lessons. Trigger warning. So children are being taught sex education lessons that have no basis in any reputable. Oh, I knew it. Rep- reputable scientific biological explanation the head of the school's regulator Ofsted has warned pupils in some secondary schools have been told there are 100 genders while children are being taught gender fluidity as facts in some major academic trusts and independent schools An an investigation by the telegraph has found amanda spielman chief inspector of Ofsted, told this newspaper she has warned the government that the current relationships and sex education guidance places no limit on what can be taught she warned that Ofsted is currently powerless to sanction schools teaching inappropriate material. Her intervention comes after the Telegraph revealed widespread evidence of age-inappropriate sex education materials it in this schools. Is this when the drag queen? This about when the drag queen kicked the kid out of the, the class because she said the, the drag queen was saying that there's like seventy-five genders or something like that, and then the kid stood up and said, "No, there's only two. I mean, and you didn't said, let shut me, up and get out. You didn't let me laugh. Oh, so I don't drag know. Queen. Yeah, because they're making the drag queens teach the kids and stuff. Have you seen all the stuff that's going around online? No. Oh, sorry. Go on. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to ask if, if drag queen is a... It's transgender, you mean? ...is a politically correct term nowadays. No, drag queen is a thing. No, but people they're do dress, drag. Dress they dress as just in drag. So drag queen is... Like, RuPaul's a drag queen. There's RuPaul's drag yeah. race. Like, as no, a, I know, but has the word, the term drag queen been... Re-established. In no, I think, I think drag race. No, I drag, think what's it yeah, called? drag queen. No, drag, drag queen no. is actually the thing. Yeah, that's what they are. Yeah. They're basically they just dress up as yeah. drags. Okay. Dress up in drag. Okay. Yeah, they dress up in drag. So I think yeah. drag queen is still an appropriate okay, cool. as drags word. Um, I want to start again. <laughs> no, I know where I am. <laughs> a dossier of evidence gathered by the. Of course, you would know because that's where you, you interrupted, know, you interrupted, interrupted you. me. The heck! Anyway, are you okay? Sorry. Next time you're reading and I interrupt you, we'll see how that goes down. A dossier of evidence gathered by (laughs) Conservative MP Mariam Cates was presented to Rishi Sunak last week, which led to the Prime Minister ordering a review of the Department for Education's RSE guidance. Pupils in year seven and eight at schools overseen by the the criminal academic... Mugs. What's going on? Stop it. Academies Trust. One of the largest... Academy Trust in South and East of England have been taught using a diagram of a gender unicorn showing sliding scales of male, female and other identities alongside spectrums of gender expression and sex assigned at birth. Ms. Billman said it's clear that there are materials being used which have no basis in any reputable scientific biological explanation or any properly grounded understanding of human relationships. Controversial teaching resources also include children as young as 12 being asked how they feel about oral and anal sex, and primary school teaching resources on masturbation. 
the government's existing RSE guide guidance drawn up in 2019 in consultation with the LGBT plus charity Stonewall specified that gender identity should be taught in schools. Ms. Biltman said the way the Department of Education guidance it, is drafted sets clear minimum expectations, but no maximum. This means that Ofsted has no reference point to say that a school is doing too much, she said. Asked whether Ofsted would downgrade a primary school for teaching pupils about masturbation under the existing RSE guidance, Ms. Billman said, it is very hard for us to say that too much is being done. The Ofsted chief said she has expressed concerns to the DFE about its guidance, which is now due to be reviewed. Next headline, children as... Before we continue, I just want to, guy, I want to get you guys' take on this video I'm going to show you, right? This is done with a little boy reading. You just know everything today. Literally. You? Can you let people land? <laughs> You'll find out. So... <clears throat> If he's right about actually, that's gonna be funny. No, he's not right. Oh. It's impossible for him to come so late and be right about what it is I'm gonna talk about. Oof, that was spicy. Right Oof. This room is spicy today, boy. You're not pointing today, where you he singing? Didn't, he didn't even touch my shoulder. Didn't he say didn't, hello, nothing. Nothing. Oh, you offended? That's he didn't. Give him a hug, please. No, because he was so warm last night when he left and said, "See, um, tomorrow." Warm. He was so warm. Oof. Yes, he was very warm because oh. he, he had a, a very dope opportunity yesterday to produce well and I could see it so the spark is there yeah. right and I, I my heart is is uh, it, it tickles when it is that I, I could see that kind of stuff happening right? yeah but he had uncontrollable wolves in the place <laughs> okay so he couldn't he couldn't do everything he's not yeah. Jesus right but he said goodbye and he, he took my hand it yeah. was warm it was a connection yeah I expected to see him brightly um, today yeah and nothing okay and he just waltzed in no text, no phone call. Nothing. And he, he sat down. When it was on mute, he said sorry to y'all. Mm. So he didn't even want them to know he's even sorry to y'all. Mm. <laughs> this, this matters to me. Give him a kiss. On the lips. This is a metrosexual So ball. no, he's wrong about this because <laughs> he can't read my mind. Because if he could read my mind, he would have touched me on my shoulder when he came in. Mm. He would have apologised to y'all on live. All of that would have happened. How would you react to the touches? you like a... <laughs> to be honest, I would have like I would have done that. Just shrugged it off. Uh, yeah, but I would have still good. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Brett, man. That's so, all right. That's all right. Touch me, teeth, but no, man. no, it's wrong, um, Marks. But I, I, I want you all to see this, right? Because mm. when I saw it, I'm thinking, this is mad. Mm. Check this out. This is what I found in the library, um, on Kauai. Mm -hmm. And it's really atrocious. These are just some of the few books I found. I mean, I couldn't read them all from Hawaii. This is one of them, What Makes a Baby. In this book, there is no babies anymore. There's no men, there's no woman. There's bodies with uterus and bodies with a sperm. They are removing the word men or woman. Red is for kindergartners. It's a book that's selling kids. They could be on the wrong body. This is for three years old. They could be in the wrong body. In the wrong body. This is for 10 years old. 10 years old, you guys. It's perfectly normal. Ah, isn't it crazy? It's not 10 years old? Whether it's heterosexual or homosexual, I don't care. Irrelevant. I don't care. This is, not for a, this is not for a 10-year-old, you guys. Anybody have children here or cakey? This is not okay, okay? This is genderqueer. This, sorry, you guys, but this is... I'm going to show it to everybody. She's just... Oh, look at that. Wait, oh. is that a picture of a man <laughs> giving another a cartoon... A man giving a man head. <laughs> That's Six. Yes. 
<laughs> How old? I think she's like 10 or something for this one. Yeah, that is wild. Do we have to be showing this kids section in the library? And this is in the schools. This is in the schools. Right, it's okay, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm a mom, your boys. This shouldn't be seen by little kids. So I know that the, the, the representative left, but please show them. This is what. Library. Yeah, public library. I know, and in public schools too, dear. And if you speak against this, you say, oh, you're anti gay. I'm not anti gay, but don't be showing porn to my children. And he's reading out the package, the passage, and he's saying, even when he went to, he said he got this from his library, and even when he went to get it from his library, the library, the library said, oh, do you want the graphic novel version or do you want the very rare? He's reading this, he's reading it out in front of adults, in front of the school. Yeah. Me. What he's reading is like the kid ain't supposed to, they're not supposed to be exposed to that. that they're not, they shouldn't yeah. be reading this stuff. You get me? And then the, the dad come up after, and he's saying, look, I don't care if it's straight, gay, whatever, whatever, whatever. My eleven-year-old child should not be exposed to this kind of stuff. And then mm. he had that gender queer book, and he said, this, this thing here yeah. is just absolute bullshit and nonsense mm. like, this is mad and I, ain't, I ain't obviously i ain't got my kids ain't that age so i ain't looked into that book to see what's in there but i'm surprised that book's even been published <coughs> it's because everybody's there's an agenda it's been published and because everybody's too schools. woke everybody's too woke you get me so now they're talking about now they're moving like what do you mean how can that how can you have that stuff for three-year-olds it's insane like, yeah, yeah but there's woke and there's indecency man yeah, that's, that's, that last book is... The people decent. that are woke here yeah, are trying to fight for this cause, are trying to do this stuff here. Yeah. They've messed up their... I don't know, understand what their ideology is. I think there's are, a sliding scale with the whole woke movement because this is extreme. Yeah, that, I don't think I know that's, it's I extreme. That's that's, woke. No, but they're, they're taking too far. They've gone too far. Like, they've gone too far. I don't, but I but that's where it's done under the guise of... They think it's about... They're, too, they're moving like it's right and it needs to educate and equality and rare, rare, rare. They're saying that like it's done right and they're saying there's kids at this age that rare, 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 so it needs to be across the board and boom, 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 boom. It's the idea of what they're doing they think's right and it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's gone wrong. You get me? Like, And that's why I would say the wokeness because they think... They're doing the right thing. Their crusade is about educating and all this rare, rare, rare. and it's gone too far because they're not used. They got you. You got to use. You got to use common sense. Like there's certain there's certain messages and certain information that these babies don't need at all. You get me? I don't get it at all, honestly. Yeah, it's dumb. Eighteen should be the age that people learn about this stuff. Maybe sixteen. All right, sixteen. You said all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, because I think aren't you legally you're old to have sex at sixteen, right? Yeah. Yes, I think sixteen's a bit more appropriate. Um, but okay. Um, next headlines: um, Children as young as seven exploited by county lines, drugs, gangs. Trigger warning: Experts are warning children as young as seven are being targeted to work as drug mules in Merseyside, and some are being groomed through online gaming. Kate Wehrman of the non-profit Catch Twenty Two in Merseyside told ITV News, "We recently had a referral for a child of seven years old." Catch-22 runs a victim support project for under-25s funded by the Home Office. A rescue service helps young people found far from home, while specialist caseworkers support them to break the cycle of offending and escape exploitation. At 13, Nicola Whitaker was selling drugs and carrying knives. For years, she was lost in a world of chaos and violence. By 16, she was trafficking heroin from London to Scotland and, and running co county drug lines across the UK, often recruiting, recruiting other girls as they were less likely to be stopped by police. She witnessed friends being murdered, mass balls, as well as stabbings, shootings and robberies. At 17, she was sentenced to four years in prison. Her time inside made her rethink her life and realise she had to change. Miss Whitaker is now a youth worker on the same streets in South London where she was once a gang leader. Her mission is to help vulnerable girls and young women escape a life of crime and exploitation through her work at the Global Thinking Project. 
County lines is when children or vulnerable people are exploited or coerced by organised crime groups into transporting, selling or storing illegal drugs or money. Since the government launched its County Lines programme in 2019, police have shut down 3,588 drug lines, including 1,000 in the last year alone. New Home Office figures show that last week police forces across the country arrested more than 1,600 people, seized 31 kg of Class A drugs and more than 400 weapons. And the last headline is in Germany, several dead... Trigger warning. Several dead in Hamburg church shooting. So six people have been killed in a shooting at a church in the northern Germany city of Hamburg, according to local media reports. According to Hamburg police, a shot was fired in a church in Grobborstel district of the city on Thursday evening, killing an unconfirmed number of people and leaving several more seriously injured. Officers stated on Twitter that they are currently at the site with a large contingent of forces. Police added that there is currently no information on the motive and asked the public not to share assumptions or rumours. And hopefully we'll have more on this to follow in the future. And that's it from the headlines. Let's get on to Word on Road. Um, let me see what is first. All right, so... um. During my time of growing up, my like I was a Disney Channel baby, I would say. And one of the shows I watched a lot was um the Sweet Life Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Do you guys know them? Zack and Cody's Yeah. No, they're Cole and Dylan Spouse, that's their real name. Um so basically I saw an interview that Cole had, and I thought it was very interesting. He was on a podcast and the podcast called Call Her Daddy, and he was talking about, you know, them being child actors and stuff like that. And I just thought their story was very interesting because obviously as a kid watching them, you feel like they have the coolest job in the world. Like they're actors. You, yeah. know, you just feel like you just fantasize in their life. And basically he said that he and his brother, his twin brother, were forced into acting because of mum because of their mum's financial Oh, these two. Um yeah, those two guys. I didn't know they were twins. Didn't you? Yeah, they are. I thought the sweet life of like, Zach and Cody. My sister was obsessed. I loved it. With them. That's why like, I still When they it. did a crossover with Hannah Montana, yeah. That's a Raven. Um, all the Gomez, yeah. Oh. No, it is. I don't think I ever saw them after this age. Okay, I don't know what they look like and, now, though. And I've only seen so for some reason it might sound weird, but I kind of recognize. I recognize like that one more. Oh uh, wow! So oh, like, that's Cody. Yeah, because like, he was in Friends. He was um Russ's little um Russ's son Ben. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But um, there. That's what they look like. This what they look like now. It's so cute. But yeah, so basically he said how they were forced into acting because their family was going through financial issues because mm -hmm. their mum was irresponsible. Mm. So he said when they were the age of one, their parents divorced. And they basically, I think also he said that his mum kind of had like mental health issues and like alcohol. Um, she was an alcoholic. And so yeah, they were basically forced into, um, into acting. So he said how he never had the opportunity to be like, oh, this is my passion. I'm chasing this. It was a thing of, it was a means to an end. It was something that he had to do. Yeah. They had to do to make money. And he said, like, their dad got full custody of them when they were age 10. But, like, all the money and everything they'd done prior to that age, before their dad took took over, he was like, it was all just gone. Like, it was just squandered and whatever the mum kind of did with it. And he said that is one of his, I guess, like, a wound that he has. Mm -hmm. Um, So to quote what he said on the podcast, he said, my mother was an incredibly wonderful and artistic woman, but she was financially the most irresponsible woman ever. Um, he also goes on to say that all the money that they made, that there's nothing, they, there was nothing they could show for it when they were that age. And he says, when my father was given, was given forced custody, we had pretty much lost everything from the earliest parts of our career. 
I think it was the consequence of some alchemy of, in terms of his mum, his mum, of some alchemy of addiction and mental instability. And it's probably the greatest wound in my life. Very sad. But, um, and then he was also asked, so obviously with Disney Channel and Nickelodeon, there's been a lot of like scandals that's come up from all, a lot of the child actors in terms of like trigger warning, in terms of like abuse and pedophilia. I know that the Mark Schneider from Nickelodeon, like he's just known, he's an alleged. Who's that? Mark Schneider, he's the one who did like Drake and Josh and Keenan and Kel, like all those shows. He basically oh, he was the, no, yeah, so he was the guy who signed off all the Nickelodeon's okay. um, what, Bob, Top. um shows, yeah. Even iCarly and stuff. So one of the girls, Sam on iCarly, one of the main characters on iCarly, he was abusing her like over years, basically. Really? And basically on that show, yeah, there was this weird joke about like fe- fetish. And basically, no, sorry, not Mark, Dan Schneider, sorry. I was thinking Dan the guy. <laughs> That looks like thingy from um, How I Met Your Mother. Well, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, so um, this guy, that fat guy. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. So basically, Fluffy. huh? No. Was was it Jim? With what? Fluffy. Yes. Yeah. He's a fat boy. Piece of if shit. you don't, because he was he was out here abusing kids. He's a fat piece of shit. So basically, on the show, yeah, there was this whole thing. There was this joke about like um, feet fetish. Because mm-hmm. he had a feet, he had a foot fetish. Oh really? So basically, he would. They were, um, the girl was basically saying how like. Sometimes some of the storylines, there'll be like weird things that's in there that mm. I guess if you're watching from adult eyes now, you will clock it. But apparently he was living out like his fantasies with like the actors that like, on the shows and stuff. He would have like re- very random stuff in there. Um, so that happened. But yeah, so when he was asked about that in terms of Disney Channel side of um, scandals or whatever, he was basically like a lot of the stuff. Let me see. Let me get the, the actual quote. Um, he said... Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so, so before I get there, in terms of his whole Disney Channel thing, he said, by the time my brother and I got to Disney Channel, we were good. It was a huge um, boon to us. And basically, they said, being on that show where they knew when they were recording, they do to blah, blah, he said it provided them a really good stability that they needed, especially after coming from divorce and the dad having the full custody and all that kind of stuff. So then he was saying how basically, he said, there's two types of kids in the child acting business industry, right? He said there's the thespian kids who choose to do it and then there's the working class kids and he's saying that he and Dylan are working class kids. So he was saying how my parents didn't come from much and I have now been granted a life of primarily financial stability and surplus in many cases. That is the byproduct of working for 30 years and trading my childhood. And then he was basically saying how um, we've like, I guess, I don't know what the, I know more about the Nickelodeon scandals than I do the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. But obviously, a lot of kids complain about the amount they have to work and all that kind of stuff. But he was basically saying that when you don't have money, when you come from money and money isn't what isn't the, isn't what you're doing this for. Yeah, it's easy for you to complain about stuff. Okay. So with him and his brother, they can't relate because, because they needed it for the money. They needed it for the money. Do you yeah. get me? So he was like, kind of like a he didn't say this, but it was given like the vibe of. Sport rich kids, mm. of course, they're gonna complain about working, mm. but because they came for money, they didn't have to do that. They're doing it for the passion. Yeah. Meanwhile, this was a means for us to um, live, kind of thing. But I just thought it was very, very interesting, um, interesting interview. And there was a clip around on Twitter where basically he's, he's on a podcast and he's smoking, <laughs> and people were like, "Come on, man, are you really gonna be smoking while you're doing a podcast?" But it was just so funny. Um, well, to me anyway. So yeah, it was an interesting, um, interesting interview. Someone else who had a, who had an interview as well had an interview as well was Monique. And did you guys know that Monique was in an open marriage? No, no, I didn't know. But apparently, the streets been knowing. So it's like, I think she announced in 20, 2006. Oh, is it? And she and her partner have been together since they were in the tenth grade. 
It's like over 30 something years cute. Okay. Um, and they got married in 2006. And apparently she spoke on it. At the time she had a podcast. Well, no, she spoke about it, I think at Essence or something like that. And then she ended up having a podcast about it. And it was called Monique. Her husband's name Sydney. It was called Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. And then, but she talked about, she had an interview with um, the Hollywood reporter. Because she's got a Netflix series coming out mm-hmm. called My Name is Monique. I'm going to watch it. But that's out on the 4th of April. And um, so she's talking about like open marriage and whatever and how she has to close the doors to open marriage. Well, not for the reason that you think. So basically she initiated the open marriage. So she said, yeah, life began to happen. I began to see a strength I had never seen before. He loved me at my worst. I didn't want to sacrifice that just for a lay. So I grew out of it. So basically grew out of, out of her um, thingy. She said they thought about, they thought it was about swing. So at the time when it was announced, she had like a lot of... Um, I guess backlash because it wasn't at that time it wasn't normal. Popular, yeah, yeah or popular. like common. Common, exactly. So she said they thought it was about swinging and orgies, and there was individuals who um, are serious about God, and they basically brought God into their opinions and stuff like that. She said people lost their minds and the criticism. She basically never lived that down, and she did say that when she told her husband, he was like, "Yeah, you're gonna like you're gonna get cooked for this kind of thing for saying that and whatever." Um, and she said at the time that it was her idea. She said Sydney had this one thing. He had to teach me, and that was, reci- I struggle with this word. Reciprocity. That's the word. Thank you. Lauren Hill said the best. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and he said um, that basically, he basically said to that, if you can have that, then it's only fair that I have it too. But I don't even think that's what made her be like, okay, no. But then they would like openly talk about the relationship she had, and she had a relationship with like this man, and she was comfortable. Like, he, they talked about it like openly and comfortably or whatever. But mm. she said that you know, just knowing what she had. And the relationship, I guess the relationship became like even more valuable to her than it ever was. Mm. And she was like, yeah, like this is what I want. And he's a manager. When she spoke about how he's the best manager she's ever had. Um, and how like she's had one of the like the biggest managers in Hollywood. And none of them have compared to what her husband's done as her manager. And then she also, she, obviously she's got, not obviously, but she's got this ongoing beef with... Oprah and Tyler Perry. I think she, I feel like Monique has beef with a lot of people. Yeah, like yeah, every but that's what they did. Every, people did that to her. Who's that, who's that guy she's been beefing for time? Um, but uh, you, director, producer guy. Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. But you know what? Now. But you know they're what I love now. about yeah, Monique, right? I love she Papa gives me like mummy mo, auntie mo. Yeah? Yes. So when she's beefing you or dragging you, it's always from a place of love. love. Yeah, it's like and it's so you soft. can't be mad at that. Like I always, I always think I, I wish, you don't know I, being dragged. I wish I possessed that like softness, that yeah. that calmness. Like she would drag you with a cuddle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's so embracing. Look how she dragged Charlemagne. He looked like. He like she was embracing him with love. Yeah. She's, like, it's like she's giving you it's advice. A, it's a skill. Of how to be better. It's literally a skill. But basically, yeah, they did that to her. So that whole, this narrative of like Monique always being difficult, always yeah. being difficult. They did that. So anyone who doesn't know the context. So basically, she obviously, she was the star in Precious. Mm-hmm. And in her contract, yeah, it did not include going on promo, on a promo tour for Precious, mm-hmm. right? I think she did like a couple here and there, mm. but they wanted her to be gone for months. Mm-hmm. And at the time she said, listen, I have a podcast. I have um, these other shows that I'm doing. I have kids. She's like, I have babies. I have a husband. I have a home. I have all these things. I'm away months at a time. I, I've got literally a small window of downtime. I cannot now go to um, Cannes mm. for the French festival yeah. to in that small window of time. My family haven't seen me kind of thing. So she yeah. explained that to Oprah and and um, Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels, the three of them directed the film. And she was like, Furthermore, as well, it's not in my contract. So this is the something I have to do. This is mm. it's like a favor. 
So she was like, I, I don't have the capacity to do it, essentially. And essentially, they took offense with that to that. And they blacklisted her, blackboard her in the industry. And so it's been an ongoing beef for like 13 plus years now. She and Lee Daniels have made up. They're actually cool. But in terms of Tyler Perry and Oprah, no, they haven't made up. And she still believes that she is owed an apology, which I do believe because I feel like they really did go out of their way to blackball her in the industry where she wasn't really working much and all that kind of stuff. And then she also said that, I just thought just skip. Oh, yeah. So also with Oprah, so trigger warning. So basically, Monique was abused by one of her brothers or something like that when she was younger. Mm. And I think before the whole, you know, film festival thing and you're not going on promo or whatever, she had, Oprah wanted to have the guy, her brother or whatever on the show, on Oprah's show, on Oprah's talk show to talk about it. And she gave the green light. But then I guess when they fell out, what Oprah then did was then win the extra mile and got like other members of the family and whatever. Oh, was it? No, to that's... Talk about it. That's... Do you know what I mean? And obviously she never told Monique about it. So Monique was annoyed about that and said she didn't like... She just didn't like the fact that that was her trauma and you just... you just like, yeah, I gave you green light for my brother, but I didn't ask you to go and contact other members of family that obviously would have... Ga that gaslit me and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was a very, very good in interview. Very, very interesting. Um, I like Monique anyway. So do I. She gives me answer back. Okay. What is it she says on her um, Instagram? She's like, hi, my darlings. It's so cute. Like, she's very, very just... She's just lovely. Like, hey, like, I would want her as a, a mum. Yeah. But it's funny, because you remember that time she dragged the girls for wearing bonnets in airports oh, and stuff? Uh, and she was like, you don't need to be going out like that. She's like, you don't need to be, you don't need to be dressing like that. Oh, no, but a bonnet... You dress like a lady. A bonnets in airport is... I hear it. I don't like bonnets in public. I am I, I won't, I'll, If I'm driving, like, if I'm driving, like, this time I'm coming to your house or yeah. whatever, I'll do it. To be fair, I'm going to lie. On me, I have worn a bonnet. Oh, I don't give a heck. Gina, honey. I know, literally. I just yes, only I do like it. a... Yeah, a couple I'm of I'm sort of on a bonnet on me. I don't care. I only just... I do scarf just because Take me of what as it is. I am. If you, don't like, like if, you don't, <laughs> if you do not like me in my bonnet, then you can't like me ever. Yeah, I'm, I come I'm on social media on, in my bonnet all the time. My friend says I've got um, uniform, it's attire, the purple, the purple robe, <laughs> which she hates. And the bonnet. Why do you? Because I I love a robe, right? Do my I, friends hate my robes. No, I love I. But my I live in robes. My robe is purple, and it used to. Funny enough, it's not even mine. It's my sister's. Is it like, like a kimono? Is it a kimono? Is no, kimono called? is different. The one that goes over you. Yeah. No, kimono the, the, is um, the, thing, like the Japanese robe thing. Yeah, that one's different. But oh, like, I mean, like a house. Though, isn't it? I do. Okay. Someone's I coming. I'm bringing that. I'm bringing that shit back. I can see. Yes, yeah, one yeah, of them. I love. I'm a kimono baby. Not you. I can't see you. The one. No, you know the one I've got. I love. When I tell you. I love a kimono. That is my bag. I can't wait for someone to hit again. No, I love. But then no house like the house um, robes. Mm. The that thick is also ones. My bag. Like the literally, like I'm. It's, it's a tire. Like the when time, I get in the my one house. That was for me. My friends knew me to always wear with my sisters as well. Yeah, literally. I love a robe. They're so comfortable, and my house is always Best cold. My house is always cold. Same. Even in I, summer, I, was, I, I slept summer. in mine the other day. You know. It's so nice, but you I, wake up in the middle of the night like really, really hot. I, I was sweating. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is long. How come? Women wear pajamas and robes. Like I men, wear pajamas. But men don't really wear those, those, two things, those two items. Oh, oh no, I don't know why. Men wear robes? I know, but not as much. Like, women make a point to wear robes and pajamas. Men don't really wear robes. Like men men don't. don't. Oh, no, I've always had a robe. I ain't got one in a minute, but for, like, throughout yeah, my life, like, growing up. Do you know what's no, funny? Because when you watch... I just need to go and find a decent one, but I've always got, like, a hooded robe. I've had one. Always. Because oh, yeah. you know what? It actually goes into TV. Because when you think about TV, I'm, right now I'm thinking of Fresh Prince when he was going to get married to that girl because he wanted to have sex with her. Um, It was, what's her name? Kim Kim Fields. Yeah, yeah. And um in TV shows as well, women always will dress sexy or whatever. And the guy's just in his bedroom boxes and singlet. Yeah, put some silk pajamas on. I'm done. Get your honeymoon attire up for me. I'm done. I no, hear men, it. Men, 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 men don't do sexy 
Uh, you, wear, you won't wear silk. <laughs> like, would you ever wear Sexy, silk? Sexy like, um, bedwear, I guess. No? Like silk boxes. You wouldn't wear, would you wear silk like you pajama? Silk like, that would pajama slap. Sets? I would because it would probably feel really, really nice on my skin. Yeah. I think silk bo- yeah. boxes will slap, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know about that. You'll feel so free down there. Do you know what it is? No, silk boxes would, 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 would feel dope. I that will feel yeah. lit. Yeah, I think that will feel dope. Okay. I, don't think, I don't know if there is any out there. I have a business idea. Yeah. How much? Gap in the market. Do your thing. You imagine? No, but then I have to model it and I'm not on it. No, you get no buy it. <laughs> you get, I'm gonna get the chip in there to do it. True. You ain't gotta do it. Love me to do it. Silk box. Is when I silk. love me, like I love pajamas and stuff like that. Alright, so someone else who is still who's out here being problematic. And obviously, because I know I just said with Monique's one year, maybe the people them did it to her. I don't know, maybe this is Rebecca Vardy's story as well. Mm. But I just think, like, I'm not a um get your husband, like, I'm not one for someone's husband handing their wife. Yeah. When this situation, I just think for what her husband is, he might need to have a word. But apparently she's beef- she's beefing another um another wag. Her name's Annie Kilner. Is the- she the one that was um Rooney's the one who had yeah, issues the with one that Colleen. was Yeah, the one that was um yeah yeah, yeah that one that you're, was hiding you're, on the sneaker. Again, Jamie Vardy he's not he's not a massive superstar in it. So this is keeping his name alive. Oh, oh so it's helping him. him. Helping him, man. Okay. I thought they were like, you know. I'm lying. Helping him. <laughs> it's helping keep his name out there. What, <laughs> with his gal doing foolishness? Yeah. yeah. That's not helping him. No. <laughs> I, thought, not I'll be honest, I thought they were like a, like a, some kind of football elite or something like that. No. Oh, that's all right then. In that case, he ain't got to check her then. Yeah. He no, no, he, he ain't a scrub, but he's nearing the end of his career. He ain't a scrub. <laughs> but he's not like a superstar. Okay. I mean. Well, apparently she and Annie were going back and forth. I think Annie's man must have cheated or something like that. And then Rebecca then went on her Instagram um, posting something about like um, the gift that keeps on giving, um, something about, you know, being a doormat and stuff like that. And then Annie then obviously went back and said, um, yeah, Annie then went back, obviously must have called her out like yeah. whatever, whatever. Then she then went back and said how Annie's obsessed with her. This is Rebecca. Annie's obsessed with her. She said, waking up this morning to my name being associated. This is what Becky said, by the way. Um, waking up this, she has got good hair actually. Anyway, waking up this morning to my name being associated with this delightful story in yet another opportunity to attack me. Um, funny enough, funny, so funny though, this isn't, this isn't that it's my name she wants to use rather than the people actually laughing at her for being a doormat. Art of deflection to a T. Great at playing the victim is our Annie. I think she needs to focus with what's going on in her own life instead of trying to attack me. Blah, 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 blah. I don't really care. She said all of that, all of that mess. Was there ever a show like wags in the UK. I think yeah, it be a- I actually used to watch it. It was called I forgot what it was called, but it was. They only had one season though. Wags Boutique. I don't think it was Wags Boutique, but it was. Then they had. The was it called Footballers Wives? That's yeah. a fake show. No, but it was called Footballers oh, yeah, Wives. Yeah, yeah, but then they had the wags that was shopping. Then they had they had Wags Boutique. Yeah, I think they should have another one. Okay, so the- Footballers Wives was um wasn't wasn't like it was like a drama. Oh, oh there was, was five seasons. Was, wasn't that on Sky One? Yeah, I used to watch it. it was actually, but it was actually good though. Sky One used to be the, the channel, you know. Yeah, all the good shows. See this woman here. I remember she was the main character. I remember her. But um, I think they should. I think they should have another one by Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> yeah. What, what made you call that verse? No, because <laughs> Bravo do the best. Um, they do all the Real Housewives. Oh, do they? Oh, Sorry. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I, uninformed. I, I didn't know that. I thought I ain't, I ain't heard Bravo for time. What do you think Bravo is? No, no, it's a channel. I haven't heard people talk about Bravo for oh, years. Oh, no, not the channel. I mean the um, production company. 
Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought I was on yeah, the, I, I, you meant Bravo I don't watch Housewives. Oh, no, 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 no. oh yeah, sorry. I meant the um, like Bravo is a production oh. company and they do oh. all the Housewives in Dubai and oh, Vegas no. everywhere. Paramount, Comedy oh, okay. Central, them. So he was on there. Them obscure channels. I don't know. I, I don't know. None, none of these girls. Hmm? I think I should have one today. You know who any of the husbands are? That's that's how you can work. Because this is how you do it. But who's this wags? Who's 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 a famous wag now though? The most famous. Like now, who's always um, Re- um not Rebecca, Victoria Beckham. Victoria Beckham. She's like no, I'm talking about. She that. would never do a show like that. Though. No, I'm talking about. Not. I'm talking about, I'm talking about old school wags. I'm talking but about, she's not really. I'm talking she, about new school. Although wags. she's old school, yeah, she's like Victoria new Beckham school. is like the biggest. Yeah. Who is new school? It'd be like know. one of the one of the girlfriends, but we don't know that. We don't care about. Do you know what I think it is? You just have to think about the popular footballers and it would yeah. just be their girlfriend. I know um, Saka's girl was getting some publicity during the World Cup. Yeah, oh, yeah she, she was, yeah. She was out there with the late, honey. Um, apart from her, I haven't seen any, any new ones emerge on, onto the scene, I guess. I know, and um, what's his name? Joe Gomez's wife. Okay. Well, she's very, she's a very, very chilled. I went to sit from her, she's very, very chilled. So she wouldn't want to be on a, she wouldn't be on a show like that. But I feel like they should, they, someone needs to commission a show and this is a good storyline for that kind of show where it's just mess upon mess upon mess upon stupid arguments because I can't do this. But yeah, man, that is all from me. Um, not Mr. Rotate. Do this, what would you do first? Then? All right, let's do this. What would you do? All right. All right. Okay, okay. Hi, girls. Easy question here. How would you handle the Aloni situation with the taxi? Who's misguided with their position? Who's misguided with their position on this one? Is she doing too much? Is he doing too little? What is the etiquette at play here? I'd like to hear your takes on this. I'd love the guys to chime in on this too. Love the show. Love the team. Have a great weekend. So, Esther, are you going to give us context? Let me give you context. Oh, I thought I was doing rotation. Yeah, you went went to the yeah. You couldn't wait two seconds? No. In silence. This is insane. We would, have, we would have been waiting. This is beyond. <laughs> you don't have to wait two seconds. We would have been waiting in silence. Say nothing. To be fair, you got to leave anyway, so it's probably best yeah. to do it first. All right, so context. Aloni's podcast, Laid Bear Podcast, had a clip surfacing yesterday where in the clip, she talks about her friend going on a date. So her friend goes on, on a date with two guys. Guy one, that's mm. the first date. She went on a date with him. It was a very lovely date. The guy picked her up, dropped her. It was a nice date. When as I guess the girl would want the friend would want it to go. Yeah. Cool. That goes by. Day two, she is going to go on a date with this guy. And he messages her early in the day, like, are we still down for today? Whatever. She's like, Yeah, we are. Then she says to him, and this is the controversial part. She says to him, Are you going to pick me up? Or um, will you be ordering me an Uber? He takes like 23 minutes to reply, and he comes back and he says, Um, you can get a train, tram, or bus there mm. and i will also be making my own my way there see you later kind yeah. of vibe so in the reaction in the video um one of the girls who's on the panel with Oloni says oh he's a bastard but it wasn't like a he's a bastard die it was like mm. a he's a bastard but obviously mm. the word is harsh in it so she said that and then they're basically they're basically laughing about and said how you know that's wild like how can he not essentially kind of i guess broke shaming and then also, Aloni said something. Aloni said, "Oh, she said to her friend that you know a guy like that, yeah, he can slap you because why would you not um, like if he can talk to you like that? I guess what they were really, what they were really um, making a point was was response and how rude and sharp to the point it was in that terms of you can nice. get this, like this, that. this, and whatever. Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought it was wild. To I, I just think that domestic violence is a very serious thing. 
to be used as a joke like that. Mm. So she was like, oh yeah, someone like that, you know, he can slap you and da 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 da. And it was like, there was no need for that. Mm. Um, so basically, all of that conversation mm. sparked this massive hours long about us hating each other again Emmanuel said that she asked both guys for a taxi the first said yes the second said what Esther said yeah I covered that <laughs> I think I think <laughs> thanks Emmanuel <laughs> oh okay yeah so um personally my thoughts is that I don't get typically picked up um for dates I am very, very big on security. I'm very, very aware that the weirdos out there. You will not know my address. I can actually say I've only been picked up on a date from my house because I can give you like another street and kind mm. of meet you there, that kind of vibe. But that's because that person, I knew people who knew him. So I couldn't get kidnapped. I couldn't get, do you know what I mean? Like mm. we can trace this back. I knew where he lived. It was, it was, it was safe enough to do so. Mm-hmm. I think it's wild here that in this day and age where women's safety is a constant conversation, because the, the girls online were fighting to give their guy, to give guys on first dates, as in guys you do not know, a stranger, your address for Uber. That's scary to me. So, but I also think I don't think that I think being picked up and being dropped is nice. But for me, it's not a prerequisite. But you know, the they're date. not thinking. They're not seeing it from your perspective, though. No one's thinking about safety. Everyone's How could just, you not be? Because they're just thinking about convenience, luxury, people <sighs> spending it. It's the, soft life. That's all it is. Not soft life in the grave, child. The crazy thing is for me, yeah, is maybe this, maybe it's because I like struggle. <laughs> because I don't, it's not a thing for me. It's like, I don't care. It's not like, a thing for me. It's, um, and I don't know if it's because I drive. Mm. Maybe it's because I drive. But generally speaking, I don't have issues making my own way to somewhere. Yeah, do you know I what I mean? I do get lazy sometimes and I can't be bothered. Yeah. But generally speaking, like if I was going, if I was going to a date with a guy, I've never asked. And to be fair, I don't date often anyway. So... I haven't got much experience with dating, yeah. but I haven't had the luxury of someone like coming to pick me from my house. Yeah. And drop I've me had, in. yeah, I'm the same as you. I don't date often, but for me as well, it's not something that I care about. Like, it, this was even before, even pre me driving, mm. when if the guy drives or whatever. Like, I don't, these are, I'll be honest with you, this is not the standard in which I'm judging whether this guy's a good date or not. Yeah. The date is not going to be bad or any less good or better. On account of you dropping me, like you don't get bonus points. Do you know what I mean you don't get points deducted because you didn't drop me or you didn't pick me up? Mm. You just don't. But again, I think about safety way too much. Like I'm the person when I go to a restaurant, I don't snap until the restaurant out until I leave yeah. or the day after. Do you know what I mean I think of these things? But the girls are really fighting over this and saying, "Oh, you know." And then you know, people that that think like you and I, we're pick me's, by the way. This is what we were calling of, them yesterday. But that's always the case, though. That's always the thing that the annoys me, yeah. It's like, <sighs> if you have a difference of opinion, it's like, oh, you're a pick me. No, I'd, I'm just not. And the crazy thing is, yeah, I I do see it as a level of entitlement. I'm it, not going to lie. 100% it is. And I, don't, 100% and I don't move. That's just not my character. Mm-hmm. So if me not moving with a sense of entitlement means um, I'm a pick me, then... Should be having pick me, isn't it? Who's gonna beat me? Like, my thing is anyway, I'm fine with it because the ki- the kind of guys you're trying to get picked by is not the kind of guys that I'm trying to get picked by, so it's all good. Yeah. But I um, mean, yeah, so it was that whole tussle online. I do think that if you are going on a date with a guy, I don't have expectations of people. Maybe I glorify struggle too, but I don't expect if I go on a date, I don't expect him to pay for everything. I don't put, I don't place expectations on people. I just don't do it. I don't roll like that. Do you get what I mean? And then oh, who was it? Brini Lee. Brought up this whole thing <laughs> about princess treatment, mm. and basically she said she basically said if you don't get treated, if you don't get treated, if you have to ask for princess treatment, 
it's because you're not a princess. The girls who get princess treatments are not princesses. Mm. Sorry, are princesses. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it was a whole thing because people were like, oh, but when you... Kojo got flamed for that as well. Yeah, because when you when, when Kojo was out here talking about you were begging for drinks on the table, the girls were supporting you. And now here you are. Like it's, shady, it's very shady. It's like very that, shady. that comment is very it's, it's unnecessary because basically you're saying. So what you're saying is that I'm not a princess. Yeah, and what Girl. you're saying is that you're responsible for how a guy treats you. Yeah. No, I'm not. No. But yeah, so. Who told you I want to be a princess anyway? Fuck them princesses. Listen. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like it is entitlement to expect a guy to do. I don't. I personally don't like the entitlement that is present in dating. Mm. But if I'm being honest, it's not really my problem because. I ain't dating. I'm, so. I'm not dating, and also I'm not the one that's the entitlement is being forced on. I'm not the one. I'm not the guy dating. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I do think that uh, unfortunately, because a lot of guys, I don't think men are on code, because a lot of guys um, accept the entitlement behavior from certain people. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks it's like a. This is just what this is what comes with it. And do you know what I think is very unfair though. Yeah, it is definitely broke shaming though. It is because 100%. you need to as you need to like think about everyone's like not not, you can't be watching someone's pocket like that yeah to be honest with you so i do think it's a bit unfair (laughs) do you know so funny some guy was like um he was like if i he was like if i spend 30 on your uber we're taking off we're taking off the bill so now you've only got 20 pounds i'm dead (laughs) to spend i'm dead i'm dead she's going on a date right so she went on an amazing date and the following weekend she was about to go on a date with another guy the first weekend with the guy, she asked him, she said, are you going to call an Uber for me? And then he was just like, okay, like, where do you live? Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, he sorted it out. They had a great time. And she wasn't like she was asking like a dickhead. She was being really nice about it. She never just said mm. like, mm. I, saw, I, I read it. So I analyzed like, okay, no, you asked really nicely. Anyway, mm. right. needless to say, they had a good time. They went out. You know, they basically like bar hopped because, you know, it was one of them ones where you have such a good time. You don't, you don't want to Let's yeah. go to the next place. And she's yeah. telling me how, like, much they were just laughing and enjoying each other's company. Mm. The following week, she has a date with another guy. She says the exact same thing. She's talking to him really pleasantly. <laughs> she says, are you going to sort out, like, an Let Uber or a cab for mm. me? And then he says, no, you could get, like, a cab, train or bus yourself he's a bastard i'll be doing you know the what, same yeah. did that not happen to me yeah, that's okay. happened to me as well <laughs> and i was just like do you know what if he didn't want to do it that is absolutely fine because you can't <laughs> force a man to do anything but i felt like his delivery the way he shady said, as fuck yeah like telling her all the types of like vehicles very fucking shady he might as well have told her that she could take her her foot and walk, and walk, walk. Yeah. yeah and i told her i said babe this guy will slap you you know yeah. that yeah. Can slap me because if you could talk to me like that you can actually slap like me yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm so angry, and then you expect we haven't met yet. We have not met. But it's going on a well. Mm. So, Mandem, what are you saying? Because obviously, like, if you were going on a date with a girl, one, would you offer to um like sort out her transportation? Like, would you get her an Uber? Would you drive and pick up, would you pick her up? I drive, yeah. So there's no there's no real issue. For me, even if she lived like let's say you're an east guy, she lived in Croydon, yeah, it doesn't matter because I drive all that stuff, all that stuff is um not a problem. But I think if you're dating someone and they don't drive and yeah. then you're sitting like, I don't know, I don't know if them, I don't know if I don't know if these guys are broke or what, but it's like, I don't know what the entitlement is about. If it's a first date, you don't make a plan to meet in a restaurant somewhere, mm. like. If the guy doesn't drive, if the guy does drive and it's his plan, it's his 
like his um, plan to come to to, to date yeah. her and that, then I guess he should handle all the whatever because come pick her up or whatever yeah. it may be. Like, cool. If you don't drive, means like having a conversation. You are like going to meet at the um, restaurant. Yeah. For your first date. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it's the owner should be on the guy to to get you there. That like, you know what I'm trying to say. If he doesn't drive. <laughs> Sorry, that side was very. That side. No, I'm tired of these type of conversations. I'm just saying, if he, if he doesn't drive, I just don't think yeah. the owner should like be on the guy. It's broke shaming and relationship. Like, but um, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> for the sake of the pod, please. For the sake of the pod, um, um, all right, cool. First instance, if you've got two people who obviously are not compatible or don't align in their, um perspectives on how things should be, then that's it. Call a spade a spade, go your separate ways, cool, whatever. Separately, maybe um, use proximity to decipher where you should meet. If you live in North London, and the girl lives in Croydon, and you know that you don't want to drive to Croydon to now drive back on yourself, maybe arrange to meet somewhere close to her so that you can drive to her house, pick her up, then go somewhere close to her house. It's as simple as that. Makes sense. That's a, that's a very simple. Yeah. That's a very simple solution. Okay. Next question: If a girl was to, let's say, obviously you lot arranging to go on the first date, whatever, whatever mm. and she says, "Oh, so you're gonna um, come and get me, or are you gonna?" Like, two questions. Yeah. Would you offer? Like, would you literally offer and be like, "All right, cool. Let, um, I'm gonna come and get you this time, whatever, whatever." whatever. Yeah. Or I'll arrange a, a car to come and get you, whatever. Yeah. Or this is the first question, mm. and then the second question is: If she asked, mm. what would your response be? As in, like, would it annoy you that she asked? So, Marks, first question: Would you offer? Yeah, look, I have a car. This is this is just stupid, pointless mm. conversations. I'm not. Yeah. I don't need to take so, partake so, in any of this, this stuff. It's just stupid. Sorry, stuff. I don't have. Sorry, King. I am a king. You get me. I'm mm. a king, and I'm a man alpha. You get me. And I control every situation I'm in, so I don't have these problems. They're not. It's not even a thing. I think. I think it should be. I think it's probably speaking to guys. You ain't got a car because I think if you've got a car and you've spoke to a girl and you want to go and line up on a date, it's normal. Yeah. Well, so it's normal. It's not yeah. even a. It's not even a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come and get you, or if I don't want to come and get you, I'll put you in an Uber somewhere. All right. And that's because I've got the means to do it. Innit? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if I'm saying I don't want to take my time, my effort to come and drive and get you, I'll put you in the cab because I know I can come and get you. If I don't have a car, I think it's a different conversation. Mm. So, but this this conversation ain't for me because I yeah. I drive. I'm straight. Okay. Yeah. And brother Yusuf? On the first date, or just dates in general, I'm likely to go and pick you up. Okay, cool. Pick you up and drive you to where, wherever we're going. All right, cool. And then, Margs, if she offered? If, if, if she... If the girl, I mean, if she asked, sorry, if she asked you, like, asked you to come and get me or whatever. Yeah, just say, yeah, all right, cool. All right, cool. Yusuf? She says, this is a proper non... Thing no, I, 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 I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, strike up discourse. Help yeah, me here. I don't, again, I think the discourse must only come from people who don't have the means to... To, to do it no fair enough I hear you it's for, yeah. it's, it's for the non-driver because I think any man that's got a car and he drives yeah. I don't understand where the grab is with, about going and pick someone up even if they ask you first or whatever I don't yeah, understand you have a car yeah. you want to date them you want to see the person so I don't know where the the only thing in my mind I can understand where the problem will be is if this person doesn't drive yeah or if she's, or if she's just far and the even guy... then no because how far are we talking I'm, I'm not. I'm talking to men who think, "Oh, you're too far for me to travel there and back." So you don't have to go there, but we did. If she's come, like you don't. Have to, if you're gonna go on a date, like, you can go travel near her yard and go eat or drink around her area. That's, that's what he, yeah, yeah, but that's, 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 what that's what I said. That's what I'm trying to say. So again, it's not a. Uh, there's not. There's no like conundrum. Like it's not crazy. I'm just putting my head into other people's heads and what people might. You know what I mean? Be deciphering. So if she, 
asked, uh, if there was like a sense of entitlement, yeah. what are you saying? Um, probably depends how I feel about the girl, how much I like her, how much I'm into her, how much I want this to go somewhere, and obviously how she asks. Um, but if I'm coming to pick you up anyway, mm. and I'm into you, and I want this date to, to run, and you ask me, oh, are you coming to pick me up? I'm not going to let that ruffle, tell you ruffle my feathers. feathers. Yeah. So I'm going to proceed. All right, cool. Do you... Do you I just don't understand why a girl asking, are you going to come pick me up with ruffle someone's feathers? Because some men see it as... Entitlement. entitlement. Some men had no intention of picking them up anyway or even contributing to their travel. So it's like, why are you asking me? I mean, yeah, you cannot do this, man. You just got to want better for yourself, man, and start giving people your pom-pom that don't deserve it. Jeez, I don't understand. Okay. Like, man, all men want to do is chopping that anyways. These men want pom-pom and thing and they got no expectations of coming to pick you up. They don't even want to make sure the pom-poms are killed back to the yard. This is crazy. If they if that's something so petty, is not that like that's a big problem for you. Yeah. You shouldn't be chopping these kind of brothers. You gotta have more respect for your pom pom and be like concentrate on where yeah. you're giving it. This is crazy. But does 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 the guy drive? Uh I don't know. Because when he listed all the means of transportation, he said, oh, I'm getting there myself. I'll meet you there, I think. Yeah, was he implying that he's also gonna I think be using so. Because do you know what? when it did come across like yeah. he doesn't drive. Okay, okay. Well that's what I got from it, but yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess I feel like we've given our take on it, to be honest. Um, and yeah, that's it. So let's get into the reaction. The rotation. All right. The reaction. The rotation. All right. Obviously, it's Friday. Um, so it's New Music Friday. I'm going to let you guys know uh, two of the projects I'll be listening to this weekend. First and foremost, um, you got Jim Jones and Hitmaker. they got a project out called Back In My Prime. Um, solely produced by Hitmaker and some of his co-producers. I'll be checking that out. Eight tracks, 25 minutes long. Quick. Um, I gave it a little spin this morning. Sounds dope. I'll be checking that out. Also, another... Producer and artist collab, you've got Music Soul Child and Hit Boy with a project called Vitamins and, sorry, Vitamins and Victims and Villains. Uh, 10 songs, 38 minutes. Uh, I'll be checking that out as well over the weekend. So yeah, check those out if you're if you're interested. Um, quick shout out. Mask, are you, no, sorry, it's close to me. Also, you didn't finish your story about why you didn't take me to this, but yeah. So Dizzy Rascal, don't do that and make it seem as another the, one. The Thank 20th, you. 20th anniversary of Boy in the Corner on mm. Wednesday at the O2. Um, show was dope, looked up. I didn't attend and this young lady's going to tell me why I didn't attend. Because I got the drop very last minute there and then go. to be honest, I was, it wasn't going to fit in my day so I yeah. gave it to Bev. Bev went into Did you get to Bev? Yeah. Because I was with her when yeah. I got sent it. Yeah. And then she was like, let's go tomorrow. And yeah. I was just like, Bev, I don't have the capacity to add this to the list of things I've got to do tomorrow. Yeah. So I just gave her the tickets. Yeah. But she said it was really good. It's all good. Anyway, shout out to Rascal. 20 years. Any um, early memories of this album? Do you know what's nuts? Mm -hmm. Do you know? I went to his 10-year one yeah. in, in Wembley. Um, we went no, Westfield, Westfield. Copperberg. Yeah. Copperberg Arena. yeah. That annoys me, though. Why? I That 10-year was an anti... Do you remember we spoke about it? What, he did the whole album in, like... There was no element of surprise. It was literally oh, like the running he, order he of the, the album, album, like the whole yeah. thing. There was no special guest. Yeah, yeah. It was, I just felt like I was listening to the album. I yeah. feel like for 10 years, he didn't, 
He didn't give me yeah, Vim. But for 20, he, but for 20 yeah. like, he pulled up all the stops, so good on him. From the clips I saw, it looked, it looked, yeah. it looked, alive, it looked alive. Whenever I think of this album, it reminds me of, like, I was in year eight mm. when it came out, yeah. And you know, back then, obviously, I couldn't afford the albums. So me, yeah. <laughs> me and my friend went to halves, yeah, mm. on the album. The way we split it was... Went, no, we went to halves, but it was really cute. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard the term on the halves. We went to halves. So basically, this is what we did. She copied... So this is how we did it. So one person got the, um, the actual, like authentic cd mm. and then the other person got a copy you know when you could like copy cds yeah but the person who got the copy got to keep the actual case okay of the cd so one had the real case you one had the real case yeah but what was funny was because i had That's the real cd with the fake case yeah. and i wanted the lyrics that so i remember listening <laughs> listening writing the lyrics down on yeah. paper because remember in albums you used to get the lyrics Sometimes, on like yeah, the yeah. cover but i was obsessed with dizzy man like yeah. he had been a choke hold I didn't listen to the album. I don't even know it. I don't even know what song's on there. Really? Like, wait, 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 wait. You don't like Boy in the Corner? You don't, you don't know this album? Mm. How come? Didn't like it. Really? Stop that. So Tunes what, after, hard. You mean after your first listen, you were like, this, this ain't really, you know what I mean? Fix I up, look sharp. That the songs that are on there, I know them because of the bars. Because obviously, I'm, um, remember, I'm old school, innit? I wasn't, I didn't digest that the way you, the what do you way mean? everybody else digested it. Yeah, and I've been listening to Dizzy. I watched I watched Dizzy Rascal. I listened to Dizzy Rascal's debut on his radio when yeah. never knew when people were saying, what the fuck is a Dizzy Rascal and when what, they're hearing his high pitched voice. And, and, and what, what year was this? I would have been in school. This is 90. Jesus, sorry. Wait, don't don't, don't say 90. What were you going to say, 90 what? Eight, nine or something like that. Because this album never came out like 10 years after we first heard of Dizzy Rascal. No. There, is, there, there isn't a massive gap between his first ever appearance on radio or in the scene to this album coming out. It's not a massive gap. Of course there is. What, how, where did the album come out? 2003. Yeah, of course there is. There's a massive gap. Dizzy was cooking for enough long. You know how old Dizzy was in 2003? Like how 16. Oh, no, no, he wasn't 16 when he dropped that album. How, been, how old was he? would have been 18 or 19 or something like that. No, he wasn't 16 years old when he dropped that album. You're acting like Dizzy Rascal emerged on the scene in 96. He was. <laughs> He merged Under, onto the scene in 96. Underground rapping. How, how, how old was I then? Jesus. This, no, Rascal's, no, year seven. this Rascal's like 13 in 96. Year 7, I wouldn't have been listening to Dizzy. But yeah, by year 9, year 9. Hold on. Yeah, year 9 and year 10, I was listening to Dizzy, yeah. Let me, let me just find out how old Dizzy Rascal is. So obviously, I know Dizzy is like raw, cold, killing the... Dizzy, like, Dizzy, so music, the music, the underground structure, like this was like structured music. I wasn't ready for this, if that makes sense. You know that songs, yeah. like free verses, hooks yeah. and that. That was I wasn't ready to hear him like that. I hear him underground on the mic and like right, cooking so, it in it. So I wasn't like I wasn't ready for this when it came out. I didn't want to hear this. I okay. wanted to hear him like he was in the raves. Do you get what I mean? He's thirty eight. So this came out when he was eighteen. That's what I said. Yeah, no, this came out in two thousand three. He was eighteen in two thousand three. You said you heard him in ninety six. Yeah, so I said you said he was sixteen. Years old. I said no, he wouldn't. Have. He would have been about eighteen or something like okay, that. Okay, no, that still supports my. That still supports what I'm saying. He was eighteen in two thousand three. You said yeah. you first heard him in ninety six. But it would have been ninety nine. I was listening to Dizzy in secondary school. I'm really sure I was. Am I going crazy? I think, I think you've got the timeline mixed mixed up a bit. Maybe I did. Maybe Dizzy Rascal wasn't out in nineteen ninety six. Maybe I'm mixing that's, up that's, nasty crew. And, that's when. And um, that's when. Um, Reasonable Doubt dropped. JD died in 2003. JD bust me on... Tupac died in 96. JD Dizzy bust me wasn't on Dizzy Rascal. Maybe it was two... Would it have been two years then? Two to three years? Nine, 99, 2000 or something like that then? Probably around 2000. 2000 let's, then? Let's, let's be honest. Probably okay then, now, I, I, I'm just getting my timelines mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's the case. If that's what it is. Yeah. But I feel like I would have been in... I feel like I would have been in school. When? When? When I was listening to Dizzy... I was listening to Dizzy Rascal in secondary school. I left secondary school in 2001. Yeah. Yeah, you was, you was, but I just feel like initially you were acting like you were listening to him, like back in when Illmatic came out. Um, no, but I, 
But I'm just, I'm just surprised. So what? So how old would he have been in, in? Yeah, he was young. I don't know. I don't know. I got my timeline mixed up. I feel like I was in school listening to him though. That's what I feel like. For example, I was in college when this album came out. Yeah. And me and you are, are the same age, so. Was that 03? Yeah. I'm saying, not 99, in 2000 then. I'm saying, yeah. must two, 2000. Or even 2001. Huh? Even probably, probably 2001. What, him and Moses? Yeah, probably 2001. No, it's earlier than that. Like, rave scene, Sidewinder, doing the circuits, pirate radio. What year did he get stabbed? Um, was his album out then? His album weren't out then because Wiley took him death to the Thousand Iron Up, didn't it? Did he get stabbed? No, he got stabbed after his album. Was it after? Yeah. Remember, um, the second album was when he detailed all that stuff. I think, I remember, him and, him and Wiley were still cool because Wiley's on his album. I think he got stabbed after this. I can't remember because remember, them, them and they started doing the Sidewinders, yeah. started doing the, like, just going around yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. Cardiff and that. Yeah. Really and, then, yeah. and then it was, then it was the summer thing. When they started going to Iron Apple and doing the summer thing, yeah, and then they would go there and they do it and they done that summer, yeah, and then it was like everybody went there for their holidays, yeah, yeah. like everybody. Yeah. And then when they came when they came back, mm. it's like everything just changed. Yeah. Like everything just changed. Yeah, yeah. Like it was different. Like these man was like, these man was like popping. Yeah. yeah. Like, like crazy. Yeah, yeah. You get me? So that would have been, that, def that, that definitely would have been early times. They was doing that, they was doing that the the the, um, the Napa scenes, the party holidays, the yeah. crunch things, the sidewinder stuff yeah. from from before the um, the tune come. Remember, I love you was out for years before it came out. Yeah, yeah like years and years and years, like yeah. years and years and years, like not long. I think for me, the earliest memories of Dizzy was when he was around sixteen. So, two thousand two thousand one is when I first kind of knew. Even if you date back, like for example, he said he made I love you when he was sixteen. Mm. Do you know? Do you know? Yes, I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah. That's yeah, that, so he made I, I Love You when he was 16. Yeah, yeah. And that's was that 2001? Yeah. Yeah, then I'm right then. 99, 2000, I'm listening to him. Uh, you said 96, right? 96 was wrong. I started <laughs> secondary school in 96. That was, that was an accident. I'm 99. I said year nine. Yeah, year nine. Like 99. Year nine. Right, cool. Um, Esther, any memories of uh, Boy in the Corner? Or is that, is that not really your, your era at all? I was born in 95. This is definitely <laughs> above me. Yeah, yeah, above you. There's certain things that came out in the 70s that I'm, I'm aware of. True, true. But no, yeah. I was not in the grime. Um, no. Grime scene. Mm -mm. All right, cool. All right, another bit of music news that you know, might be interested in. Drake and Little Baby are rumoured to be releasing an album. Uh, the news was actually broke by, strangely enough, Black Coffee, um, uh, the house the house DJ. Um, so this, if this does come to fruition, this would be his third uh, collab album, I guess, following on from the one with Future and 21 Savage. Do you think it's going to be another house thing? Because why does the house nah. DJ know? That's the thing. I I was I never heard the snippet of him talking, but I just saw the headline, and I mm. thought for him to be the the leak of this is kind of strange. Of yeah, the bearer of this news is kind of weird. But the question I had for you guys was, obviously, you know, Drake is a is a he collabs a lot. If you had to pick an artist to do the collab album with Drake, who would it be? Yeah, who who is your ideal Drake mm. album collab? My ideal Drake album collab got done already, man. I was gonna say yeah. Future. Future. Okay. I feel like their collaboration was really good. I can't okay. think of anyone else I'd want him to. Mine, mine will be Ross. Okay. Rick Ross. Also, I feel like if they're going to leave... Whatever Ross. If they're going to... No, not Russ. Ross. Okay, okay. Yeah. If he was going to lean in heavily into his girl bag and melodic and R&B, I would probably say maybe Wale, you know? Ooh, that'd be a good album. Yeah. I think I think Drake and um, Wale would, would make good... That'd be a really good album. Music together. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, like bags pineapple really type of vibe, like mm. you know, gold roses type of vibes. No, that would actually slap. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that'd be good. All right, cool. Next up, um, for me it's pusher. Oh, sorry, bro. You said it's pusher. Even <laughs> even with the uh, history, I think it will make it spicier, and then we will see who's the best barrows. Who is the best barrows? It's Drake. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right, do you lot um, know who um, Logic is? The rapper? Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure you've seen him. He's under a bit of fire because he done a remake of um, Ice Cube's It Was A Good Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, I guess, acoustic version with live band behind him and he's he's, he's singing the lyrics. Mm. It's not good. It's kind of like a <laughs> whatever. It's not good. <laughs> but then Ice Cube's son, basically, he um he's, he saw it and then he said, hold on, let me get the thing. He said... Um, he said, I respect Logic. I think he can rap. And that's um, that's all I really need. But bruh, if I ever hear you sing about my mother again, it's going to be misunderstanding. So, <laughs> you know in the song when, when he goes, um, I got a beat from Kim and she can fuck all night. He did not sing that. That is Ice Cube's wife, Kim. And he sang that. I never realised that, you know. I never knew that Ice Cube was talking about his wife this whole time. Was she his wife at the time? I guess she was just his girl at the time or his, someone he was pursuing. But that turned out to be his wife, innit? So that's that's why he said, don't speak about my Because <laughs> in the clip, Logic sings it, innit? He goes, I got a beat from Kim and she can fuck all night. He's very silly. <laughs> He's very silly for that. But I don't know if, if, if Logic knew that that was, that was okay, that, yeah, that's that's his true, mother. That's true. I find it interesting that, that that bar was about the woman that went on, went on to be his wife that he's still with now. That's so lit. That's so yeah, romantic. Yeah. yeah. Quite interesting stuff. Mm. All right, lastly, um, we're going to talk about albums. We're talking about free album runs. So I saw a um, a post which was debating uh, who has the best free album run. And these, these, these were the, the albums they listed, right? So it was Alicia Keys, Songs in a the Minor, uh, then into Diary of Alicia Keys, then into As I Am, then Usher, 8701, into Confessions, into Here I Stand, then Beyonce, Dangerously in Love, into B-Day, and into I Am Such a Fierce, right? I don't necessarily care about these, but I just wanted to ask you guys. In your estimation, who has, or who's had the best free album run? If you can think quickly. Off, off so was Alicia head. Keys? Yeah, well, you can answer this question if you want to. Oh. So I, I, if you've heard these, have you heard these these albums? Yeah. Right. I actually think um, Beyonce. You think that's the best free album run? Uh, Dangerously in Love, B-Day, I Am Such a Fierce. No, because I was going to say Beyonce, the album. I feel like Beyonce, the album, was a new Beyonce. Yeah. I feel like that broke different types of milestones. Okay. Out of them three, yeah. probably the Usher's one. The What's Usher Drake's one? ones? Is Drake's Take Care, Nothing Was The Same, and If You Read This Is Too Late or something? Well, he, he, yeah. he's, he's first free. Yeah. 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 What, what's the first album called again? Take Care. Yeah. No, no. Take Care? Is that your first album? Ain't that the first one? The other one was a mixtape. Mm. It's like a mixtape-ish kind of thing. The proper, the proper I wouldn't first. say Drake because... His album been hit and miss for me, boy. Yeah, but that three in a row, after Take Care, was it Nothing Was The Same then, if you're reading this, it's too late? Hold on. Yeah, but I didn't see I stopped at Nothing Was The Same. No, no, his, fake, his first album was um, Fake Me Later. Fake Me Later. Ain't yeah. that a mix? That's like a mixtape. No, that's his first. No, So Far Gone, you're thinking about. So Far Gone was oh, yeah, the project okay. that made him famous. His first album, Cash Money, was Fake Me Later, then it was Take Care. Then I don't think I remember Fake Me Later. What's on Fake Me Later again? Fake Me Later is um, Fireworks, Karaoke, Over, uh, Show Me A Good Time, Up All Night, Fancy, Shut It Down, Unforgettable, Light Up, Miss Me, 
uh, find your love, thank me now, best I ever have. Okay, so, and then what's after that, take care? Then it's take care. Then, then it's, it's um, nothing was the same. Actually, uh, yeah, I would okay, say take, drink. Take, take drink. Yeah, I'll take drink. <laughs> when you that read free. out, yeah, I'll take drink. <laughs> yeah, that free, there you go. That free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's lit, that's up and stuff. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's up and stuck. I think, I think uh, Kanye, uh, college dropout, late registration, graduation, that free album run is yeah, that's good probably well. one of the best. Yeah. I think Rick Ross, um, what run was it? It was... It was um, deep, deep, uh, deep in the rap into Teflon Don into God forgives I don't. I think I think that that run was crazy. Um, Kendrick first three albums as well. Dmx has got a run in there as well. His first three albums were crazy. Um, hey J Cole, what am I talking about? I think J Cole's. Well, what was his first again album? I don't know. I don't know if J Cole's got a great three album run, you know. First one was um, Sideline Story. Yeah, which I think disappointed. A, yeah, a that's the thing. So, oh. so what? So Sideline Story, Born Sinner, Sinner. into 2014 Forest Hill Drives. It's not I, a bad. I, think, it's not, I would do Born Sinner. I would leave Sideline Story out, even though that is that is such a it's such a popular a pop. Which 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 album? Sideline Story. I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. yeah, it's not like. I get you. I don't. I don't think it's a great three album run. No, it's not. Um, if we, it, because if we start from Born Sinner, yeah, then I think it's a good three. Born Sinner into hold on into so, um Forest Hills Drive into um oh what um two thingy what's it that called boring album man what's it called where he announced his kids um, for your eyes only for your eyes only that was a snooze fest I really like for that your eyes only that was a snooze only. fest that was a good tour you, as you well. like the album yeah I liked it that was a good concert as that's well. when because J Cole used to be my. Not used to be. He is my guy, right? Yeah. But when the album came out, that's when I fell into the Jacob was boring as really? well. Like, I, I, I got, yeah, I was like, this is this. No, nah, that was a good album. And the concert was lit. I think the concert definitely made me like I the song I, I even more to, than I, I did. The that was the one I was like, oh, too, innit? Yeah, and it did the whole Neighbours thing. Yeah, neighbors yeah, yeah. Things, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the second night didn't sell, so they gave out free tickets. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't buy the second Actually, night. Actually, I didn't go. <laughs> Sorry, what? Actually, so I didn't buy Jacob that had, He had two shows at the O2 um, a couple years back. And the second it's so night, messy. Why the, is that the bit you want to tap into? The second night, the second night didn't sell well, so they're giving giving out free tickets. Yeah. After that, O2 with Rose ahead of me, Rose, I was living in La Vida Loca. In the <laughs> <O2>. <laughs> space by the show. Hello, space. Hello, space. And when when someone plugged me, I thought I hit a jackpot. So I was trying to sell tickets, but they weren't selling. I think why isn't it selling? Why isn't it selling? Yeah. Because, because giving away. free. <laughs> I had ten. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I was hitting people like, you want to go J Car? Got free tickets? Uh, not free tickets, sorry. Tickets but I've got tickets sold. Definitely nothing. Everyone's like, nah, man, I got mine already. I got mine already. I'm like, getting it from where? From same person the, you then got I from. Found, oh. Then I found out it was out there. Everyone was just grabbing tickets to this concert. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Just click the link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no discount code, nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all, man. Yeah, I, I would. Okay, dropping Drake. Drake. Out of, I, actually. Out of Drake and Kendrick, then. So from uh, yeah. Good Good Kid, Mad City, to Pimp a Butterfly. And damn. I don't listen to Kendrick. You listen to Kendrick, okay. You know how people do like, you either listen to Kendrick or you listen to J. Cole? Mm, isn't that more of a Drake thing? More of a Drake or Kendrick? No, I always heard that, you know. You ever Maybe around my age, people. Okay. So I was more on the J. Cole side. I just can't, I don't know. I've, I've tried to listen to Kendrick. I don't know what it is. I just can't listen to Kendrick. So I would just vote Drake in that one. Okay. Brent, what about you? Any any free album runs that, that stick out? I think out? it's definitely, it's definitely between um, Kanye West and Drake. Okay, definitely. Which, but which 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 Drake one are you talking about? One of them. That's a one. That's a, <laughs> one of them. One of them runs is in there. Yeah, one yeah. of them. Yeah, one of them. 
Okay, okay. All right. And that's all we have this week for the rotation. Let's get into... Is it me? Next question. Yeah. Let's get into um, some more headlines. West London pollution so bad people can taste the fumes. Locals claim a West London neighbourhood is so polluted by heavy traffic they can taste the pollution in their mouths. Residents of Lupus Street in Westminster claim the changes to traffic rules have made the area difficult to live in. Christina Walsh, 56, has, have, has lived in the Churchill Gardens estate all her life and said she has never known it to be so polluted with car fumes, she said. Uh, we're getting a lot more traffic in Lupus Street because there's um, no left turn at Chelsea Bridge. Lupus Street is in the middle of uh, Pimlico and according to one resident, was known as the original 15 minutes towns in London. What does that mean? Um, its high street was included um, a supermarket, doctor, surgery and pharmacy, made it popular with residents and a place that outsiders rarely pass through. That was until the first lockdown in 2002, Sorry, 2020. According to Christina, she says, uh, Transport for London stops allowing cars travelling down Grosvenor Road uh, to turn onto Chelsea Bridge. Instead, uh, anyone travelling along the road would have to drive all the way down to Vauxhall Bridge to make the crossing. <laughs> Sorry, the story is killing me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she claims the, the clogged up Governor Grosvenor Road and increased the number of vehicles turning to Lupus Street, trying to avoid the traffic jam. Christina has cancer and uh, relies on buses to get her um, to Royal Marston for treatment. She usually catches the 360 bus, um, claims the traffic is so bad that she forced to get off a few stops early to walk home. She said, uh, you have, uh, you have uh, chemotherapy and you're tired, but, uh, but because of traffic, you get off early and you have to walk home. That's really the last thing you want. Sometimes after chemo, I feel really nauseous. She claimed the fumes were also affecting her health. She said, because my immune system is so low, I get affected. Nine out of ten times, I get a cough and it goes a week. But now it's taken three weeks. All right. Shout out to Christina. Sorry about that. Next headline, 14 migrants from sub, uh, sub-Saharan Africa uh, drown off Tunisian coast. Sorry, trigger warning. The Tunisian Coast Guard announced on Thursday that 14 migrants from sub Saharan African countries had drowned and 54 others had been rescued after the boat carrying them sank off the coast of Tunisia. The boat carrying the migrants sank off the coast of Exfax, Central Eastern Tunisia, on Wednesday night, and the Coast Guard recovered 14 bodies uh, of migrants and rescued 54 others, said the spokesperson from the Tunisian Coast Guard on its Facebook page. The shipwreck comes at a time when many migrants from sub saharan How do you say that word? Sub-Saharan? Sub-Saharan. Sub-Saharan. African countries are seeking to leave Tunisia after Tunisian President Kias Said made remarks against illegal immigration. On February 21st, Said said the presence in Tunisia of hordes of illegal immigrants from sub-Saharan Africa was a source of violence and crime and a criminal enterprise aimed at changing the demographic composition of the country. After this speech, uh, condemned by NGOs and racist, sorry, condemned by um, NGOs as racist and hateful, uh, nationals of sub-Saharan African countries reported an upsurge in attacks against them and rushed by the dozen of their embassies uh, to be uh, rep rep what? 
reparated. So my English is off today. Um, according to official figures, Tunisia has more than 21,000 nationals from sub saharan African countries, the majority of whom are in an irregular situation, which is less than 0.2% of the total population of about 12 million. All right, and last headline, trigger warning, uh, Gabon, at least two dead and 28 missing in mini ferry sinking. The sinking of a mini ferry in Gabon, departing from Leberville uh, to reach Port Gentile, has left at least two people dead and 28 missing. A Port Authority official who wished the a Port Authority official who wished to remain anonymous told AF, AFP on Thursday. After the departure of the passenger ship, the crew reported an ingress of water between 3 and 4 a.m. The company Royal, uh, the company Cost Royal Marine, said Thursday morning on its Facebook page. This intrusion resulted in a, in a loss of control of the vessel. Authorities have been alerted um, and rescue is on the scene. Passengers are being rescued, the company said. Uh, at the Port Mole Pier, where the boat left with uh, 151 passengers on the board, six ambulances were lined up on the quay alongside a fire truck. The Prime Minister... Um, and the minister, sorry, there's a, there's a bracket there. Don't say the name. I'm, I'm going to attempt the name. The Prime Minister, Alain Claude Billy Baize, uh, and the Minister of the Interior, Lambert Noel Martha, are currently on site. A young woman was carried on a stretcher under a survival blanket to an ambulance, an AFP journalist noted. Other survivors also have uh, disembarked from a barge of the oil logistics company, Peshwad. Which, participation, which participated in the rescue under the applause and cries of joy. The survivors are being taken directly to the ambulances to receive first aid and a tent is being set up to accommodate them. Facing the uh, stretchers lined up on the platform, the families, uh, racked by anxiety, are kept away. They are trying to get up to the barriers, blocking the access to the docks, hoping to see one of their relatives. According to the families present, a crisis cell was set up on Thursday morning. And that's the end of the headlines. Now let's get into the reaction. League results from yesterday. There was quite a few games. And both our beloved teams were in action. I'll just read them off and then we can discuss the ones that we deem relevant. Shakhtar the next and final drew 1-1. Seville beat Fenerbahce 2-0. Manchester United triumph over Real Betis 4-1. Juventus beat SC Freiburg 1-0. Arsenal drew 2-2 with Sport in Lisbon. Roma beat Real Sociedad 2-0. Bayern Leverkusen beat Ferran Karras 2-0. And FC Union Berlin drawed 3-3 with Union St. Giolese. Um, so I guess we can discuss your team and discuss my team. I missed, I missed, I missed the Miss games, it. man. I was hurt. I missed the games. Glad that, um, glad the boys, glad, glad the boys bounced back in um, in Fatex fashion mm. because you get me, it's what we needed. The two yeah. home games come at a perfect time. Yeah, you get me. I haven't seen. You see, Wakeo's crying. Yeah, he looked happy. No worries. I watched the highlights this morning, and obviously he hasn't scored yet. And that's his first goal. No, that's not his first. That's not his first goal. Might be his first at home then, maybe. Maybe it's his first, oh, I thought his first maybe, goal. Maybe it's his first home goal. So how come that goal was so poignant to him? Yeah. Maybe it's his, maybe it's the first time in Old oh. Trafford. 
to be fair to him, he's had he's had, he's having opportunities. Even yesterday, he could have hit a hat. No, that's why I thought he was so happy because well, I thought he hadn't scored before. Then also in the game, he had missed maybe two or three chances before Decent that. Ones, yeah. So I thought it was like finally I've scored. That's why I was so happy. Um, Anthony's goal was good. He's coming from the. What's mad is he that can't, he can't in. he's so one footed. Yeah, yeah. This, he needs to improve on that. He needs to be able to go the other way. And yeah. Give the defender something to think about. Yeah. yeah. But even then, uh, it's like the left foot's so cold, that cutting in thing, it's like you can know what you got to do. Yeah. It's about stopping it. Because yeah. when he's cutting and he's done meaty shots or whatever, it's looked like a joke, a cool, like, yeah. wax shot or whatever. Mm. But every time he's every time he's got it right, like, yeah. <laughs> he's just slapped it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like but, that, he, but he's coming across a bit too one dimensional for me. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's yeah. a problem. Like he doesn't that. seem like he offers much more than being able to. He needs to be able to go on that right foot, man. I don't know if he's just tricking everybody this season, yeah. and then next year he's going to try and be more expansive. But yeah. he needs the like what Damara's like. He needs that. Yeah, yeah, that would be a game changer for him. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, I didn't think it. Um, what happened with you? Like, I see you went behind. Yeah, no, no, we went ahead. Went ahead through Saliba. Oh, one nil. One nil. Okay. Yeah. Then they equalised. Um, then you went behind. Yeah, from a corner. I think Matt Turner didn't do well. I didn't watch the game, but I saw the highlights. Um, corner came in he just watched it he didn't try to get it he didn't try to catch it Punchy just watched it and then I think Kivior from what I heard he kind of ducked out the way and their, their defender rose highest and, and uh, got the header in that was 1-1 one, one. and then they went ahead 2-1 then we equalised through a deflection so Xhaka crossed it in it looked like a shot cross but it was more like a cross and then they hit one of the defenders and went in um, one of them biggest Talking parts of the game is Martinelli almost had like goal of the Europa League season. Like he ran from a halfway line. He probably beat maybe like four players. Um, went around the keeper, but by the time he went around the keeper, one of the defenders had recovered and okay. and, um, and and tackled him. But if he would have shot rather than trying to go around the keeper, he probably would have scored. What was that? 2-2? That was at... What was, what was that? Was that at 2-1? I didn't watch the game. You watched the game? I was here. Okay. What? I think it was at... What was that yesterday? 2-1. Yeah. The game, what do you mean? Why? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it was like 2-1. By the time I got here, that game was finished, basically. Yeah, yeah. but the, what the was game? I doing? Two shots were here. Oh, oh. yeah, for real. Um, what surprised me about yesterday was Saka played the whole 90 minutes. He he just wants to run that guy into the ground, right? Well, this is what I was going to ask you, because obviously he's done rotation, but then you're running Saka into the ground. Is Do you think you've made the right decision um, like rotating for Europa? I think so because if you look at where he changed it, okay, he, he brought in he brought in Matt Turner for Ramsdale. That's a keeper change. That's that's fair. Um, ben White played right back. He's a first choice right back. Um, Zinchenko played left back because Tinney's injured mm. or ill. Sorry, um, William Saliba played normal centre back. So Kivio came in first game. He had to play sometime. This is his first game. So at the back, I think it was fair. Mm. Bringing in Turner and Kivio, Kivio for his debut. We paid twenty million for the guy. He has to play some <laughs> some time in it. So to me, that was fair. Midfield was Jorginho, Xhaka, and Vieira. I got no complaints there. Up front was Saka, Nelson, and, and Martinelli. No complaints there either. Trossard's injured. Jesus is still injured. And Kate is injured. So yeah, he, yeah, so okay. he had limited options. Obviously, he had Smith on the bench. So the starting eleven was completely fine. Mm, yeah. I won't change anything. Um, I'm just surprised he took off Nelson and left on left on Saka for ninety minutes when we got a game on Sunday. You got on Sunday? Fulham away. Fulham away? Mm. Another tough game. Yeah. 
Um, Should do it though. Yeah. Um, Martinelli missed a few chances though, from what I saw. Nelson put a good crossing for him, and he was by himself, and he headed it over the bar. Um, Vieira had a shot that was close from um, from distance. So yeah, well, I'm happy with Drew rather than losing because obviously back in the, I reckon we'll do the job at the Emirates. Mm. I reckon I reckon we'll we'll put the, the tie to bed easily uh, next week. That's good. There's no away goals or nothing like that, and yeah, it's just yeah. a, just a, just yeah. a straight shot, just a one game. Yeah. You're at yeah. home. Um, Rashford scored yesterday again on the tear. What 26 goals I think it is this season. Nice of him to finally join us. Good goal as well. Like he roofed it. He roofed yeah, it. I saw it. I watched the highlights this morning or was yeah. it last night? I can't yeah. remember. Um, I saw Bruno header from the corner. Rashford slapping Weghorst and hmm, he got the other goal. Um, Anthony Weghorst, Weghorst Bruno Rashford. Rashford there you go. Yeah, yeah. Anthony, that's the one we spoke about. Yeah, yeah but. No, all in all, all in all, not bad results. Obviously, we um can go away to the um to the to, to the ret- return fixture and probably rest a bit more. Yeah, for the four one, we should have that. We should have that covered, so that should be all right. And then what's that? Um, what's that to go around into the semi-finals? No, it's quarters. It, it's quarters. Yeah, this is the quarters. No, it's not. It's it's the last sixteen or something. Yeah, like last sixteen. Yeah. So this was to go through to the quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, the quarters, cool, yeah. yeah, we'll take it. Right. Yeah, that was about it then. And then we got uh, weekend's um, fixtures. Uh, let's have a little a little gander. So Liverpool, Bournemouth. Yeah, baby food. Leeds, Brighton. Whack again. Everton, Brentford. Mm-mm. Leicester, Chelsea. That could be a banana skin for Chelsea there. Tottenham, Forest. No, baby food. Palace, Man City. No. Where is it? Um, Palace, Man City is at Selhurst. Mm. So it's away okay. for City. They could, mm, that could be a potential banana skin there. You never know. Um, but they should do it. Um, United. At home to Southampton. Southampton on Sunday. We need to get that done. Um, West Ham, Villa on Sunday. Arsenal, Fulham on Sunday. And then Wolves, Newcastle. No, no there's big... There's not a game yeah, I'm actually interested in. There's there's no big clashes. There's no mouthwater in tie. Like, oh, I've got to watch that one. Obviously, I've watched Arsenal game, but there's no... This is like the most evenly spread fixture list I've ever seen in my life. There's no clashes at all. I mean, I can't really see any like. It's a struggle because I don't even know what game I'm going to watch because I would pick one. Saturday at 3 pm, I'd pick one. But I don't if, know. I to, if I had to pick a 3 pm, I'll probably watch. Depending on the lineup, I'll probably watch Chelsea. I'm interested to see how some of the new players are, are getting on. Yeah, Leicester, Chelsea. Yeah. I'll probably go there. Apart from that. All right, then. Well, that's it. And I think we have reached the end of our show. Let's get into the outro. What's wrong? <laughs> I was buying some time for Esther. Oh. It's not nice to sign off if it is. It's just nice. Well, no, no, uh, not here. Um, no, not today. Sorry, people. There's no done out here. We are done out here today. We've gone to the end of an amazing show. It's been a wonderful week. Shouts out to all our um, co-hosts and all our special guest co-hosts that's been up. Shouts out to you that's been in the chat, been making it a wonderful experience each and every morning, as you do. Shouts out to Brent for always being amazing. Maya's back next week. Ah, uh, E-Man's back. 
the man with the master plan. Do you have a guest next week? Do you have a guest next week as well? Who's the guest? Oh. We've got, a, yeah, we've got a special guest next week. It's all going off. You don't know what's going on, man. Join up to the community. Like the video. Share it. Subscribe. All of these things. Follow us on the socials. Do everything, man. We're going to be here Monday morning. Back at it. Our beautiful best. And yeah, man. Peace, man. Thanks for having us. Peace. Esther, say bye, please. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.